show. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. That's 1-800-259-9231. And it is Ian here with you. And Mark. And we are sort of flying by the seat of our pants here tonight. We've had quite uh, quite a hectic day. Coming out to uh, MCAM 23, which is the Manchester Cable Access Channel, uh, they were so nice to invite us out to do a, a television version of our show, sort of a special edition of Free Talk Live. And so we did come out here, and I am told we're going to be getting a DVD of the occasion. So you uh, guys will be able to listen to that at some point uh, when we finally get it up on YouTube or whatever we end up deciding to do. So do bear with us as uh, we tweak and we turn knobs and stuff here uh, to get started with the program uh, we're actually going to be simulcasting, hopefully, provided the audio feed works correctly. We'll be simulcasting with uh, the TV uh, station here in Manchester in our third hour of the show. For now, it's Free Talk Live as normal, and it will still be in the third hour. We'll have just have some uh, TV viewers with us. Uh, so join us, again, 800-259-9231. Uh, as always, lots to talk about here tonight on Free Talk Live. And what we're going to start the show out with is a, uh, a guest who just happened to be in the building uh, for one of the TV programs earlier today. His name is Sam, and he is one of the uh, the Ron Paul supporters here in uh, Manchester. And he's also a member of Operation Live Free or Die. Sam, get re- real close to that microphone and uh, say hello so I can make sure you're working. Okay, you're not working. Uh, <laughs> well, so that's bad news. That is bad news, and I don't know why that would be. So maybe we'll have to let me see here. A little on the spot testing. Ah, the on switch. That helps, huh? Mm-hmm. Sam, try that again. <laughs> Hello. Okay, very good. Uh welcome to Free Talk Live. Uh good to have you on the program. Nice to be here. Thanks for having me. So uh you are an Operation Live for Your Die member. That is correct. What does that mean? That means I packed up uh everything on December tenth, left my old life and came out here. For the Ron Paul campaign. For the Ron Paul campaign. I was originally uh, only scheduled to come out for nine or ten days, but once I got here and saw what was going on and how important this work was, I called my wife up and said, look, there isn't anything more important I could be doing with my life right now, so do you mind if I stay through the primary? Got the okay, and... Wife said it's okay. Here you are. And yes, and today's the day. So what were you out doing today? Uh, today I was uh, I was working at a at a polling station, um, you know, working as a uh, uh, as a get out the vote worker, just checking off to see that our supporters were coming out and voting, mm-hmm. and and you know tallying up uh, how the support seemed to be splitting between the Republicans and the Democrats. How is it coming out? Well, uh, it's interesting. The um, the voters are either registered Democrat, Republican, or, or undecided, as I'm sure you're aware. And mainly what I was was uh, trying to track was the undecided folks. And they were splitting about one to two uh, Republican to Democrat. So and, twice as many they, – they were splitting twice as many towards the Democrats as they were the Republicans? Yeah, at the, at the precinct I was at. I was in, I was in Manchester uh, at, at the, the uh, Gosseler School, if that's, if that's how it's pronounced. Um, and then uh, the other thing w- that I was trying to watch was the new, um, the, n- the new registrations, and those were running about three to five, uh, Republican to to Democrat. Wow, that's pretty cool. The I only I, I was I was in to vote, and uh, there was only one person that came in that was um, undecided, undeclared, like myself, and. Uh, you know, I know she got a Republican sheet of paper, um, and that was you know that's, that's all the anecdotal evidence I have. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so how long have you been out here for? When was uh, it you came up? Uh, 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 just just a month now. Tomorrow, tomorrow will be one month. That's amazing. 
And are you staying at one of the Operation uh, Politically Homeless Homes that are sort of in the area, <laughs> these little shelters, if you will? Yeah, we're st- I'm staying out in the house, uh, out in Rye. It's actually a pretty nice place. Um, yeah. But, you know, any place, once you pack 30 people into it, it's a little close. But 30 people? I think are you probably, No, I think there's probably 30 people wow. there. I mean, you know, especially in the a sleeping last... bag, right, or something, right? Well, yeah, and you're lucky if you can find, uh, you know, space on the floor. That's amazing. Yeah, uh, but it's been it's been a lot of fun. You know, we're not out here to vacation. We're out sure. here to, to get this guy elected and 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 spread the message. So, what do you do besides door knocking and sign waving? Um, much. I mean, door knocking and sign waving is that door knocking, sign waving, uh, a lot of phone banking, um, and then we've uh, Wesley Lounsbury and I actually shot some really amateurish uh, training video on how to how to effectively canvas, um, how to you know discuss the issues with people without being confrontational. That would that's really difficult. Uh, for me, it is. <laughs> well, we, we've we found that a lot of people will just spit out sound bites that they heard from someone else that they don't actually believe themselves. But if you challenge sure. them on it, they'll dig in their heels, and, and it'll be a fight to the death. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you mention Ron Paul to someone, and they'll spit out something like, oh, well, he can't win, because that's what they've heard, you know, from right. you know, Fox. Um, they're sure it must be true. Yeah, they're sh- well. No, they, they they don't know if it's true, but they don't know what else to say, so they say that. And like I said, if you if you challenge them on it and you know show them how how ignorant that is, um, they'll dig their heels in. So you have to just kind of draw them out and say, oh, really? That's interesting. How come you feel that way? Oh, well, I don't know, and uh, that's what I heard on the news. Yeah, oh, I've well. never really thought about it. Exactly, and then you pull out that Ron Paul's a leading money raiser among the Republicans, and that he's raised twenty million dollars in the last quarter, and it's all you know, one hundred and three dollars at a time from individual sure. donors, and and they start to come around, and you can bring them around that way. Very cool. So when uh, so you're heading out uh, what tomorrow? Yeah, tomorrow I've got a flight out of Boston at uh, about one o'clock. Well, best of uh, luck for the remainder of the day. I know you said that you had been up since, like, you'd been up 2, 3 a.m., or you'd gotten three hours of sleep, one or the other. You, <laughs> you've been very sleep-deprived in this last month, I imagine. Yeah, well, my, especially this morning, my polling station opened at 6. It was an hour drive, um, and I was running that. I was the only one out there. Um, you know, we've, we've tried to put people everywhere, and so, you know, there's, there's no relief. So I spent about 11 or 12 hours um, just just at that polling station, watching the numbers come in. So pretty much all the voting's done at this point. Is that correct? Uh, that's my understanding. And now we're doing the, the counting, and we'll, we'll, of course, uh, let you know as soon as we know what the uh, numbers are. And, you know, you're, you're out on the first thing smoking out of uh, Logan tomorrow morning, right? Right. And where do you live? San Diego. San Diego, California. And you're going back to your wife, I assume? Uh, yeah, and my... Uh, She's unfinished... still there, right? <laughs> Well, yeah, so, I actually, so I actually, I actually did have to check in. I flew back for uh, for just Christmas Eve and Christmas Day, and then came right back out and actually brought her out and uh, converted her from being somewhat of a liberal Democrat to being a Ron Paul supporter. Wow! Very now, cool. um, what's the the next state in the uh, lineup? What is South Carolina? Uh, South Michigan? Carolina and yeah, Michigan, and then so you're not going there. Uh, so a bunch of people are heading out to Nevada. Also, I might I might show Ron up. Ron Paul needs you, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's how they got me to stay for the extra twenty days. <laughs> <laughs> that's amazing. So, what do you think's next? I mean, if Ron Paul uh, doesn't win, what's next for you, Sam? If he doesn't win the state of New Hampshire, or doesn't win the election. The, uh, let's just say the nomination. If he doesn't win the nomination, um, you know, the media, everyone in the media is always asking, well, would you run third party? And he's always saying 99.9% mm-hmm. no. Um, I'm not going to vote for anybody else. So if he doesn't get the nomination, I'm, I'm sure that we'll start a big writing campaign. 
Um, and if that if and if he doesn't win the election, um, there are uh, hun- probably tens of tens of people that are going to uh, challenge congressional seats and start trying to get seats in government because we can only complain about how things are going for so long. And once and one thing this movement has taught me is that there are so many other people that have the same views that are motivated and will get out there and start converting people. And I really think that we could um, challenge some congressional seats and, and start uh, start changing from the inside out. Well, the answer I was hoping you would say would be, join the Free State Project, because you're a Free State Project <laughs> member, aren't you? I, I am. I am. Um, now, which came first, Operation Live Free or Die, or joining the Free State Project? Oh, Free State Project predates it. Oh, okay. Because some a are the other years. way around. Some are, uh, you know, they come here, and then they find the Free State Project, and they think, yeah, that's a good idea. Mm-hmm. I'm already here. Yeah, sure. I, I'm sure that happens all the time. So how did you find the Free State Project? Uh, I've always been libertarian-minded. I mean, even before I knew what a libertarian was. Um, and I, I don't know, just in my searches on the web, it was, somehow it was linked from something else, and, and it sounded like a good idea, and I joined up immediately. When, so, when was that? Oh, this is probably th- uh, two or three years ago now. Pre-New Hampshire, post-New Hampshire? Oh, pre-New Hampshire. Okay. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Pre New Hampshire, uh, probably a couple months, uh, a couple months before I was part, I was involved in that process. So of, you voted the voting process. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Very cool. Well, we're definitely looking forward to having you out here, uh, getting active full time in the state. Uh, when are you coming out? Are you a first one thousand <laughs> member or off in the distance a little more? Uh, I think I'm off in the distance a little bit more. I, I'd never been to New Hampshire before. This is my first cool. trip. Um, I'd have to get used to the cold water. I'm a surfer. Well, bring uh, up the family for uh, for Pork Fest or the Liberty Fort <laughs> next year and uh, give them a little taste. That sounds well. that sounds good. I, I would like to do that. Good having you on the show, man. And uh, thanks for coming out and supporting Ron Paul. More on the way. This is Free Talk Live. Still ironing out a few studio bugs. Back in moments with your calls. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live. It's your show. Bring up whatever you want. Toll free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line for you. And it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Some of those features include the bulletin board system with over 300,000 posts for you to surf around through. Serious issues, fun stuff. You'll find it all there for free at freetalklive.com. So head on over there and enjoy that. By the way, Free Talk Live brought to you by our friends at SACL CAI. Look, you've got collections. You know somebody that needs a little collections help? You should put them in touch with SACL because they collect with respect. They do things a little differently uh, from those other collection agencies, and I highly recommend you go check them out uh, because they love liberty, too. And uh, you can see their banner at uh, freetalklive.com. That's right, right there at the top of the page. Uh, Once again, SACL, C-A-I, 800-259-9231. Everything should be working A-OK with the phone lines. Yep, no calls on the line. Okay. Uh, so we're sort of broadcasting from a different location. It's been a sort of a very uh, busy week over the last week, Mark, broadcasting first uh, from the Liberty Forum for three days straight in Nashua. Now we're in Manchester uh, at uh, MCAM TV 23, broadcasting from their studios, which are very nice, by the way. To me, it's all the same place. Nashua, Manchester, Concord, it? it's all the same place. Well, it's all New Hampshire. That much is uh, the case. And, of course, we love being here. And uh, we'd love to hear from you, 800-259-9231. So let's get into the uh, the show prep, shall we? Mark, you had something about, was this Mike Gravel, one of the Democratic candidates? Uh, yeah, he, I think he st- might still be a uh, Democratic candidate. I'm not sure whether he's dropped out or not. <clears throat> um, says here from Exeter, New Hampshire, sounds like he's still campaigning. 
Democratic presidential candidate Mike Gravel told a group of high school students Sunday, I don't know where you got a group of high school students on Sunday, but that marijuana is safer than alcohol. He's right. Speaking to a group of students at uh, Phillips Exeter Academy, he said that he believes people should be able to buy marijuana in package stores. Well, I I would uh, agree with him to some extent. I think that people should be able to buy marijuana wherever they want to buy marijuana in the same way that they can buy aspirin anywhere that they want to buy aspirin. I mean, they sell aspirin in convenience stores. They sell it in drug stores. They sell it in grocery stores. They sell it in Walmart. They can sell aspirin anywhere. They can sell marijuana anywhere. Absolutely. I don't think the government should be... uh, Getting involved in where people purchase it in the same way I don't think it should be uh, for cigarettes or alcohol either. I don't see why that matters. There's con- there's uh, states in this country where you can uh, buy liquor, like real liquor, right in convenience stores. There's other states where the only place you can get it is through a state-owned uh, alcohol sales store. Like New Hampshire. doesn't make any sense. No, it doesn't. Not at all. Okay. Um, Mr. Gravel goes on, alcohol is a heck of a lot worse than marijuana. By the way, just ask a police officer. Ask him which one is, uh, would he say is more likely to cause violence and harm to somebody. Um, you know, which, who's more dangerous? A person who's been smoking marijuana or a person who's been drinking alcohol? Mm. Alcohol is a heck of a lot more uh, worse than marijuana, and I'm sure a lot of you have tripped out on alcohol. Sure, what that means. He's, I think he's trying to be cool there, <laughs> old Mike Gravel. Anyway, um, it's a lot safer. To do it on marijuana, tripping out, I assume he's talking about bumping and grinding and carrying on, as as, as it were. Um, Gravel has called for the uh, decriminalization of minor drug offenses and better treatment for abuses of hard drugs. A spokeswoman for uh, Phillips Exeter said the candidates are free to express their opinions to the uh, high school students on a Sunday. Very strange stuff. Anyway, I have to agree largely with uh, Mike Gravel here. Yeah, I, I can see he's taking a softer line. He's saying, uh, you know, minor drug offenses, better treatment for abuses of hard drugs, you know, that kind of thing. I have to say, as far as I'm concerned, you can shoot turpentine into your veins. That's your choice. And yeah. who am your I veins. to say otherwise? One eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Of course, uh, of course, I completely agree. Yeah. And That's the problem with a libertarian radio show, you know? <laughs> well, I mean, agree with the. With I Mike agree Gravel. with my esteemed colleague. I don't imagine I would agree with Mike Gravel on many other issues. I don't know what his. Really, all I know about Mike Gravel is he's good on the war on drugs. I hear he's a populist. You know? What does that even mean? Populist usually means uh, what the people care about. So whatever's popular at the moment, they support it. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, that's a that's a tip. It seems like the appropriate position for a politician. But uh, I don't know what his positions are on the other issues, and I don't really care. Uh, and I hope that he's been able to bring that up at some of the Democratic debates. I wouldn't know. I've never had uh, never cared enough to uh, to bother watching any of them. But it's such an important issue. The uh, the war on drugs so critical and so. It's really an issue that uh, so many people don't understand. It, they just don't understand that how the war on drugs can affect them, even if they aren't drug users, even if their kids aren't drug users, which, of course, you never know, really know for sure. But a lot of people like to think that they're completely insulated from all that. Right. You don't know whether your kids are doing drugs or not. Um, Sam, you said you're married. Oh, Sam's still here. Okay. Let me bring yeah, Sam he back seems to be dozing off. Poor okay, guy. He hasn't, been, he hasn't <laughs> had any sleep at all. How many children have you got, Sam? Uh, none. None? I have one uh, Australian cattle dog. One Australian cattle dog. So, okay. So, you think your Australian cattle dog isn't doing drugs, but can you be entirely sure? Uh, I'm pretty certain. Okay. Do you think it would do, let's say say for a second, for the sake of argument, that your Australian cattle dog is in fact doing drugs. Mm -hmm. Do you think it would be good for that dog, him or her? 
her. What's her name? Sue. Do you think it would be good for Sue to spend one, two, three, five, ten years in prison? Absolutely not. No, just for doing drugs, doing whatever it is that Sue wants to do. And I'm not sure what kind of drugs Sue might favor. <laughs> <laughs> this is getting ridiculous. This, this is ridiculous. ridiculous. <laughs> uh, well, in any case, no, it would, not, it would not be good for Sue to spend any time in prison. For I'm trying to cover anyway. you while you fiddle with your little knobs Thank there, you, Buster. Mark. Appreciate that. <laughs> but we could go back to uh, to the, 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 the uh, populist... Uh, point of view of the candidates. Have you guys noticed how they've all become constitutionalists in the last couple of weeks? It is interesting. Uh, and, <laughs> you know, that's what they call framing the debate. If nothing else, you can say that Ron Paul is framing the debate. Now, I say that that's of, no va- of little value because even if um, a Republican, I see Romney gets up there or Giuliani or whomever gets up there and talks about low taxes and lower taxes and uh, getting the government out of your life and, and, and the Constitution, they're Lying. Of course, they'll say whatever it takes in order to get elected. Ron Paul has ten terms in the U.S. uh, House of Representatives, and you can go back over and over his voting record and see that he doesn't vote against anything that he considers to be unconstitutional. Doesn't vote for anything that he considers to be unconstitutional. Right, but that doesn't really help us at election time because not many people do that kind of research. All that anyone knows is what they've heard most recently. Well, I was, when I was out canvassing, I came across a, uh, a Romney door hanger that talks about how he has always been uh, on, the si- on the side of the unborn in the right-to-life issue. And that's absolutely not true. Um, Romney is a flip-flopper on the um, abortion issue. Well, I mean, you know, don't, don't, uh, you know, don't give the guy too hard of a time. He's a, been a flip-flopper on every issue. <laughs> I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find an issue that he didn't flip I on. love how he says he's, uh, he lowered taxes in uh, Massachusetts, but when, right. in fact, he raised uh, mandated fees and he raised corporate taxes. Now, he mm-hmm. did lower taxes on individuals, but who the hell do you think pays the taxes for corporations? It's got to be the citizenry. A, a, a corporation doesn't exist. It's a file folder. The, uh, you know, the only people that, you know, it's the people that make the money from the corporation, the employees. Uh, don't forget that all the people that buy the products from the corporation, they're the ones that bear the weight. So raising taxes on corporations is raising taxes on individuals. It's a bunch of word games. It's a, it lies. Ex- exactly what we'd expect from a career politician. 800-259-9231. This SACL CAI toll free line for you. It's live from Manchester, New Hampshire tonight. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. You can bring up anything. Of course, it is uh, election night, primary season. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. Bring up whatever you want. Toll free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Still sort of uh, tweaking the knobs and stuff here at MCAM TV 23, broadcasting the show live tonight. Uh, we've got now uh, just trying to iron out the uh, the bugs, but uh, try to make that as transparent as possible for you. 800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features we give away, uh, so do enjoy those on us. Once again, that's freetalklive.com. Uh, so um, the other thing you need to know about is the Free State Project. We've uh, we've actually got Sam in here. He's still sitting here. I guess he's he's got nothing else to do at the moment. The uh, voting thing is pretty much over and done with at this point. And uh, we he probably talk- has some sleep to get. Yeah, well, I mean, he can leave anytime he wants to. He's still sitting here. Uh, this is the Free State. Right. You're welcome to stay. Uh, free State Project, you're a member. We're members, actually. We moved up uh, about a year and a half ago, as a matter of fact, in... The point of the Free State Project is to get as many activists as possible 
activists that love liberty to move to New Hampshire and get active for freedom. So that's what we've done, and I want to invite you to go and visit the Free State Project on their website at freestateproject.org. Learn more about their program. Learn more about what's going on with the Free State Project. Uh, once again, that is freestateproject.org. So we're talking about the uh, this insane war on drugs and uh, Mike Gravel coming out, one of the Democratic candidates, uh, and uh, telling kids straight up that marijuana isn't as damaging as alcohol. And it's not. And it's, it's absolutely nuts that it's it's illegal for people to uh, to choose to use this drug in their lives. It's also, I would say, nuts for them. It's it's nuts for them for it to be illegal uh, for them to use any sort of uh, substance, whether it be uh, whether it be marijuana or ecstasy or or whatever uh, your drug of choice is. Because as you pointed out so rightly before, Mark, kids aren't going to be better off spending time in jail. They're not going to be better off with a rap sheet. You want to help kids have a better life, give them honest information. Give them the truth about drugs. Give them an opportunity to, you know, learn and then apply that, uh, that knowledge in their lives into the future. If they choose not to, okay. Let them, let them make the wrong choices. Let them learn from the consequences. It's certainly, there are certainly some negative consequences that can come from drug abuse. No doubt about it. It can ruin your home life. Can ruin your relationships with your uh, your friends, your family, business. Uh, let those consequences happen, but don't throw in there a five, ten, fifteen, twenty-five year prison sentence. And I'm not just talking about marijuana. I'm talking about prescription medications. Kids love those these days too. So let's let people make mistakes. Let them learn from their mistakes. Seek the help when they need it. Please don't force them into treatment either. That's not a solution. Because if you're not looking for treatment, if you're not looking for a solution, then you're just going to resent it. You're just going to resent being forced into some sort of uh, some program that some government bureaucrat has mandated that you must attend, which usually is going to cost you a few hundred dollars to attend it as well. Easily. They, well, you have to keep it going, and uh, you know, they have to have that sweet, sweet bureaucrat paycheck. Right. So, so the the solution isn't treatment in the way the politicians propose it, because there are a number of politicians out there that'll say, "Well, I agree that we don't need to have this, uh, you know, the people going to jail, but we need to have treatment." And and you know that sounds good, and I'm all for treatment if that's something the person wants to get. But the problem comes in is because the problem comes in when you you know you don't ask for clarification from that politician. You know, what, well, what do you mean by treatment? Oh, well, that's when you find out that they want to force people into treatment. Right. Well, treatment to them means, well, you get caught with uh, crack cocaine or marijuana or you you pick the particular drug. It means that the, the officer is going to take you in and book you. And then at some point or another, you'll get sentenced by a judge through the court system to some kind of treatment program. You know, maybe you'll get a record. Maybe you won't. Maybe they'll uh, kind of hide your record from prospective employers. And you'll have to go to this treatment program, whether it's a certain amount of AA or, um, you know, an inpatient treatment, that kind of thing. If you decide, you know, this treatment isn't for me, I think I'm going to go out and do that drug that I like to do. Mm -hmm. Well, what's going to happen? Is it going to be more treatment? Because clearly that didn't work. Well, it's likely not going to be treatment. If it is treatment, it'll be treatment in a prison. And they do have treatment uh, programs inside of the prisons themselves, but uh, believe me, that's still prison. <laughs> Certainly is. Now, Sam's sitting here absorbing all of this. Sam, you uh, you live in San Diego. Yes. Uh, whereas you know, I'm sure, 
marijuana has been uh, on. It was back in 1996. It went on the ballot. Uh, the voters of California overwhelmingly passed uh, the medicinal marijuana measure, which is now spread out to another 12 or 13 states. Mm-hmm. And uh, has the world come to an end? No, absolutely not. About that. No. The only the only downside to that has been the uh, the interference of the federal government, of course, rolling in and you know busting medicinal marijuana providers and hassling people and generally, you know, making life miserable. Yep. Yep. They bust in, they kick in the door of these uh, medical marijuana facilities where there are people in wheelchairs there buying marijuana so they can help themselves feel better, whether they have multiple sclerosis or uh, or cancer or whatever their issue is. These are patients. Mm -hmm. And the government comes in, the federal government comes in, kicks in the door, and then they hold the owners at gunpoint, or whoever might be working has access to the safe. They hold whoever it is that's there at gunpoint. Mm-hmm. They demand the, the cash, and they demand the pot, and then they usually leave. I've, I haven't seen any stories in recent memory, at least, where they've actually bothered to arrest the proprietor. Like, so they, what they do is they go in, and they take all the money and pot, and they go away. So that they hope, I think it's in the hopes that the proprietor will, you know, sort of recover from the damage and he'll decide that he's going to give it another go because he cares because he wants to sell this marijuana to his patients and he'll go and open up another store. Wait a minute. Are you telling me that guys with guns are going to break down the door and seize a bunch of pretty high quality pot and a bunch of cash? That sounds like a growth industry to me to be on the side of the government. Yeah. Of course you're not going to arrest the proprietor. You want him to set up shop again. again and build up another nest egg and another bunch of right. quality plus, bud. And plus, if you arrest him, he can challenge you at that point. And what happened to the, sort of the, the order of operations that cops have to go through here? Um, I mean, aren't they, when they take something from you, don't they have to arrest you? That, I, I Other, believe that was the intent. they're just thieves. Right. The way I see it, mm-hmm. I... If, if they're going to confiscate something from me, it better be part of a crime. If I've committed a crime, that cop needs to step in and do his job and arrest me. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, he's just stealing things. Right. 800-259-9231. That is the uh, SACL CAI toll-free line. There's, uh, there's craziness going on all around the world, though. It's not just... Uh, it's not just centered here in America or out in California, as crazy as it might be. Uh, the Europeans have to deal with a bunch of crap from their government as well. In fact, uh, this according to the AFP, Europe started 2008 with a raft of new laws against smoking, air pollution, and even junk food advertisements. But some grumbled that the New Year's resolutions from the nanny state cramped their style. Germany, France, and Portugal joined many of their neighbors with an anti-smoke with anti-smoking bans in bars, restaurants, and cafes starting on January 1st, lifting the gray haze that was part of their romantic atmosphere for more than a century. In car-crazy Germany, drivers in major cities, including the capital Berlin, faced restrictions barring smoke-producing vehicles from their centers, while the northern Italian city of Milan imposed toils, tolls rather, on the heaviest polluters. And Britain cracked down on television commercials for food and drink products, heavy in fat, salt, and sugar that target children under the age of 16 in a bid to curb obesity. Unbelievable. So the uh, amount of uh, popularity, or I should say Ron Paul's popularity in Europe now makes a lot more sense. <laughs> yeah, well, they've had a bigger, they've had a long time for their governments to get more uh, intrusive and oppressive, uh, far longer than ours has had. Though it seems like the United States government people are determined to catch up. They're uh, determined to really, you know, lead the world in oppression. Well, they are doing their damnedest. 
you know, it, it, they're upset that they've got more bureaucrats administering people's people's lives in Europe, and you know, our bureaucrats are basically uh, in in the army. We have, uh, you know, the, the tax burden's large on the American people. There's no doubt about it. But the rest of the European countries don't have the same budget going out to the military that we do. We'll come back with uh, with more on this uh, particular story. Especially want to talk about this uh, television commercial crackdown in Britain. Very, very interesting. Uh, 800-259-9231. That is the SACL CAI toll-free line. I believe Sam is on the line in Texas as well with an update on the Barry Cooper slash John McCain incident that happened at the Liberty Forum over the weekend. We'll get to that. Talk to you as well about whatever's on your mind. This is your show. It is Free Talk Live. Show. You can bring up anything toll-free, 800-259-9231, a SACL CAI toll-free line for you. It's 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. And you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there we give away, uh, so do enjoy those on us. And many of those features, uh, let's see, one of them is the Shrine of Female Listeners. I'm going without notes tonight, Mark. Shrine.freetalklive.com. Not that I have notes to... Um, Remind me about what's on the website so that normally we have a list of things to promote. Anyway, shrine.freetalklive.com. We've got dozens of ladies who've taken the time to send us their validated photo to prove they listen to the show. Head over to shrine.freetalklive.com to see what that's all about. That is shrine.freetalklive.com. Uh, so, uh, we're going to give you an update on the election here uh, in just a few moments. You've got the numbers coming in as we speak, Mark. Uh, but, uh, yeah, of course, it is uh, New Hampshire primary night as we're doing this show live from uh, MCAM TV 23 here in uh, beautiful Manchester, New Hampshire. But uh, just a few more thoughts on this European nanny state story. You've got more smoking bans coming out. Germany, France, and Portugal have now uh, added smoking bans to uh, their, apparently, their restaurants, bars, and cafes. Uh, Germany, they've got some sort of ban on smog-producing vehicles from their city centers. Uh, and then Britain has cracked down on television commercials for food and drink products heavy in fat, salt, and sugar that target children under the age of 16 in, uh, in a bid to curb obesity. So here we have the beginnings of what you're probably going to see in America at some point. And that is that these people that know best, they know. They know what you should be eating. They know best. And they're going to tell you, in fact, if you don't listen to them and do it on your own, they're going to force you to do it via some governmental regulation. And this is the first step, is to say that, well, we know that sugar and fat is bad, so we need to prohibit these TV commercials from coming. In fact, while we're at it, we'll prohibit them from advertising on the radio and in magazines as well. In fact, no advertising, no direct mail, nothing. If you're making products that have these awful, awful things in them, then you aren't going to be able to advertise in America. Well, that, or, or they'll just say, you can't have them. These things are contraband. Right. Well, that's, uh, after, that's what comes after that. It's, it's, it's disgusting, but all you have to do is look at cigarettes. You know, the progression that you've seen in cigarettes, the progression you've seen in other illegal substances is the kind of progression you will see. If you let these people run your life, if you let these people run your health care, if you let these people, you know, get involved in your life more and more, this is what you will see. They will tell you how to live your life. 
socialized healthcare is exactly the stepping stone that they need. Because, well, once if you're eating red meat, you're hurting all of us. <laughs> it costs money. We have to pay. I personally am a vegan, and I shouldn't have to pay for your health care if you eat red meat, so mm-hmm. you have to stop eating red meat. How about this? How about you get your damn government out of my health care, and everything will be fine? There's people that have lived on this earth more than 100 years eating red meat, and I just don't see why it is. Those same people have had candy bars. There's people been people that uh, smoke cigarettes, lived over 100. You can't tell me. I, I, I mean, sure, there are things that make you less healthy, but you, they change all the time. Remember when eggs were bad for you, now eggs are good for you right. again? I just saw some story that said that uh, now apparently sun is good for you. In fact, they said that it's uh, better for you to get sun than to worry about the risk of cancer. To uh, not, I don't know if that means you're supposed to get a lot of sun. I didn't actually read the article, but the point is they used to say that sun, bad, stay out of it. Uh, and now they're saying sun's good. And all good. the time you hear alcohol bad, alcohol good, alcohol yeah. bad, alcohol good. Right. You know, well, if you want to live forever, have two glasses of wine. If you want to die tomorrow, uh, you know, drink every day. Uh, all I know is that I could die uh, tonight if I walked out in the street and a bus hit me. And so it wouldn't matter how much I had to drink over the and weekend. It's my life. You shouldn't be able to tell me what I'm going to eat. You know, it can get even more ludicrous than this. Because there's somebody out there listening right now, Ian. There's somebody out there listening that thinks it's legitimate for the government to tell you what you can eat because it affects all of us. You know, there's somebody out there. Well, how much more ludicrous could it get? Well, the government uh, decides that there's more suicides on Monday, so everybody has to wear pastel colors on Monday in order to soothe and calm (laughs) the people that might commit suicide today. I mean, how much nuttier and stupider could it get? Well, uh, a little. Let's uh, let's talk a little bit more about this here. This again from the uh, the AFP. While many accepted the new rules as reasonable measures in the name of public health, some bristled at what they called the state's overreach and the creeping end of the European way of life. Al, owner of the West End Pine Bar in Berlin, told Germany's mass market newspaper, I will not let anyone stop me from smoking at my own business. I've been smoking 40 cigarettes a day since I was 12. I can't quit now. And as far as I'm concerned, if he's serious about that, I completely agree. And I, I wish more business owners... I wish he would quit for his own health, for the, um, for, for the good of his family. Those 40 cigarettes a day are not good for him. But I'm not going to tell him how he's going to live his life. He owns that bar. He can do whatever he wants well, in it, as far as I'm should. concerned. And if I don't like it, I don't have to go there. If I don't like it, I don't have to work there. Well, and it's his bar. And it's his should, problem. He should violate the law. He should make an issue out of it. I mean, if he feels so strongly, I hope he really takes what he's saying seriously and goes out and, you know, continues to run his establishment in the way it has been run and continues to allow smoking. Make it an issue. Make them shut you down. Make the state show itself for what it really is. These government people are nothing but violent thugs who want to force you to live life in the way they think you should. And I think it's interesting, and I, I'm pleased to see that there's still a, at least some level of a, uh, a a freedom mentality in in Europe. At least there's gonna be people who love freedom everywhere, and uh, you know, there's people that listen to Free Talk Live in other true. countries too, and. They want freedom. Well, that's why they're listening. Uh, one of the managers in uh, another bar in Berlin told the newspaper she would defy the rules. She says, we're not little children who need to be told what we cannot do. And the uh, that's two bar owners. 
that have basically said, you know what, screw this, we're going to defy these rules. Where are the people like that in America? They're out there, but uh, for instance, there was a They're bar. They're not business owners. There, there was a bar in Sarasota that uh, just paid the fines. Said really? it's worth it to us to That's have smoking. That's not defiance. That's you're still um, cowering in this, you know, to the state. You're still. It's not defiance in your book. Well, it, you you may be they're, breaking they're the making... rules, but you're still paying off the state. Then mm-hmm. you're still you're still just you're bribing the state to leave you alone at that point. You know, these people make their livelihood off of these businesses, and I think that it, to some extent. Uh, you know, you're you're what asking if they an make awful the fines lot. too expensive. What's that? What if they just raise the fines in the name of public health? Now we're going to raise the fines. The, I don't know what they would do, but you're asking well, an awful lot of somebody. Afford so to, much. Uh, you know, essentially their business is their way of life. You're asking them to to throw away their way. No, of life. No, I'm not. I'm asking them to stand up for their business and their customers and their way of life and not modify it for the the uh, whims of some bureaucrat. Okay, so um, the bureaucrats come in uh, to this uh, the, the, the the Wiener Schnitzel where a uh, little Maud here is is smoking away mm-hmm. because it's her business, and they say, "Put out that cigarette." And she says, "No, I will not put it out." And uh, so, you know, they decide they're going to go and they're going to get the police. Mm. Well, what's Maud to do? You know, that's an excellent question. I, I would hope that there'd be some sort of nonviolent solution involving perhaps uh, customers or activists coming there and, you know, laying down in front of the police or uh, get involved, getting engaged in some level of civil disobedience uh, in the, in the, uh, with the goal of protecting the business owner. Well, you can tell Maud what to do, but you can't tell 50 people what to do. No, I You're not going to have can't. a lot of luck with that. I'm just suggesting a solution. You asked me what the solution might be in that particular case. There is case. no solution to this, Ian. The solution is civil disobedience, refusal to participate, because if enough people did that, they'd be com- the government would be completely impotent. If enough people did it, the government would be impotent. That's true. The but problem is convincing them to do it. There's, there's sure not much evidence of that happening. Oh, I agree with you, yeah. and I think that's Every, problematic. Anywhere, ever. Right, well, that's problematic, which is why I'm saying it's good that these people are saying they're going to refuse, because at least there's some evidence of something happening there, and maybe if some people refuse to, uh, to, uh, to play by these stupid government rules, then other people will be empowered to do the same thing, whether it be in their business or their personal life or, or whatever the issue is. I, I'm thinking it could catch on, you know, but it takes some leadership. It takes some individuals willing to take that risk. And I understand most business owners aren't. They're willing to put up with the regulations. But I was talking with Jason's dad uh, from Seiko CAI. They have to put up with the regulations. Mike, no, they don't. They ha- no, just they a- don't. Because they don't. there's a point at which it's going to put them out of business anyway. That's what I said to uh, to Jason's dad, Mike, from Seiko CAI. He was complaining about how the government keeps raising the taxes. And I said, well, at some point, there's going to be a point at which the taxes are going to go so high that you're just going to say, you know what, screw it. I've got enough money. I'm going out. You know, I'm just going to close my business down. I'm going to Costa Rica. Right. And I said, well, before that point, wouldn't it make sense for you to just start refusing? I mean, if your business is going to shut down anyway, wouldn't it make sense for you to... to to just refuse to participate with these thugs? 1-800-259-9231. I agreed, of course. 800-259-9231. Bring up whatever's on your mind. It's something entirely different when you're talking about today. Like, today is Hour the last day. Hour two's coming up. I get money Election for my, results my on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Talk Live, your show. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you as we launch an hour number two of the program live from Manchester, New Hampshire. 
not where we normally are. Normally we do our show from our studios in Keene. Today we are at uh, Manchester Cable Access Channel 23, going to be actually simulcasting here on their TV channel in uh, about an hour's time. So very much looking forward to bringing some new listeners, or in this case viewers, uh, into our audience. Uh, of course, uh, it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Inviting you to our website at freetalklive.com. Uh, all the features there we give away, so enjoy those on us. Again, that's freetalklive.com. Mark, I know you're hot. You want to talk about these election results, but Sam's been on the line holding very patiently from Texas. Let's talk to Sam. Hey, Sam, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys. Hey. Uh, blame the, I blame the board up, by the way. I asked him. He, he mentioned something about a Sam and uh, my, and uh, McCain, and I figured that meant you were on the line, but he didn't confirm it for me. So uh, anyway, it's yeah, all no of problem. our fault. Anyway, so no what's problem. on your mind tonight, man? I wanted to make you wait till the, the top of the hour anyway, because we've got more listeners. I figured. So, yeah, I, I finally got the technical problem worked out about 1 o'clock and started working on the video last night and got it posted. Now, this is uh, a video of what? This is a video of, well, I put a little introduction on it so people knew the context of what happened, but this mm-hmm. was an, uh, basically a, something that happened on Saturday night at the New Hampshire Liberty Forum at the hotel uh, where the, the Free State Projects Convention was going on, where uh, McCain had come in from campaigning out all day. Um, Basically, there was some contact earlier on. The, the first time was on Friday. Some people had come and gotten me and said, uh, hey, McCain's in the lobby. Go film him with your camera. Mm-hmm. So I did, but, you know, I was 15 feet away at least or 20 feet away. His press secretary immediately ran up, asked me to stop filming. I went ahead and complied uh, because, he, you know, he was there as a guest and was having a conversation with someone. Uh, then, you know, as I was leaving, they're asking me, well, what network are you with and who are you with? I just looked at him, kind of shrugged my shoulders and walked off. And that's when one of the, I believe, security personnel came over to the registration desk and started asking questions about, you know, the Free State Project and what are you guys doing and do you have any literature and so forth. And this is the same guy that's in the video that I posted on YouTube. Right. Okay. So, um, gosh, I was in the studio that you guys had set up there filming uh, the show going on when McCain came in. So I grabbed my camera, went out to the lobby, and just started filming. He was talking to supporters this time, but they had made it clear that they weren't going to answer any questions, and it's hard to you know, ask when I'm working the camera. So I just went around and started asking people, try to get Gardner or somebody to go up and ask him some tough questions, and we sure. captured it on film. The one person that was willing to do it was uh, Barry Cooper, so we sent someone running off to get him. He makes it back in time to uh, catch McCain as he's getting on the elevator, and there's a security guy, the same guy that had asked questions at the registration desk earlier, came up and uh, kind of got in between the two of us, and we both went around him to join McCain on the elevator, ask him some questions on the way up, and that's when the security guy grabbed me and, you know, kind of pulled me back. At the same time, somebody with the McCain's put his hand out and pushed me back as well. Hmm. Uh, apparently, I think the microphone on my camera possibly struck uh, Mrs. McCain because, you know, he was pushing me around, and they forced us off the elevator. Uh, Barry was trying to ask questions. He's, of course, a uh, drug reform activist. Right, Barry Cooper from NeverGetBusted.com. Correct. And he wanted to know about uh, medical marijuana and 
this is the same Senator McCain who I believe wouldn't even answer some questions about a guy in a wheelchair. You know, would you arrest me? Right, from a guy. Yeah, medicine? from a guy in a wheelchair. He wouldn't answer his questions. I, I just find that sickening. That you know, this this is a guy that's doing so well in the in the primaries. It appears. Sorry, Mark. <laughs> and uh, you know, he he won't even talk about some issues. Do we want somebody in the presidency that is has subjects that are just off limits for discussion? We can't even talk about that. You know, certainly I, not. I, how is it that uh, just out of curiosity, how is it that the uh, campaign people could manhandle you, put their hands on you, and kind of push you around and uh, and treat you like that? I mean, I, how is it that they're able to do that? I, I mean, why aren't they in jail right now? Well, no one pressed charges. And because they're politicians, I mean, I don't think they would have either, you know, had I requested it. Do you think a police officer is really going to go up and arrest, you know, the campaign person for a United States senator, Mark? Please. <laughs> you know, I, that's what they should do. Well, if, now, McCain, if, McCain I mean, didn't touch To you. me, it's a free country. Um, you know, maybe you've – I don't know whether you were asked by the hotel prior to this incident not to film John McCain, but to me that's – I was not. Uh, you were not asked. Uh, you should be able to film that guy, whether he likes it or not. I mean, if he doesn't like it, he can – I wear a bag over his head. I don't know. I mean, right, and he it's a public elevator, so it's not like you were running to get into a private elevator. The way the hotel was set up was, uh, to my knowledge, there were no express elevators. Otherwise, I'm sure the McCain and his crew would be using them. The uh, this is a public elevator. You had to use a little punch. You had to use a little uh, strip card, uh, magnetic card, to get access to the, the penthouse, which is where the McCain crew was staying at. So in order to get to the penthouse, they had to mingle with the rest of us little people. And uh, so, hey, you should have picked a motel with an express elevator, buddy, if you didn't want people coming into the elevator with you. Well, or if I mean, there's, there's a simpler uh, method. That he could have had enough security around with him that, uh, you know, they, when they got on the elevator, they got on the elevator. That was it. Um, you know, they yeah. stood at the door and it's like, no room. You know, just just you know, a couple of gorillas standing at the door. So sure. no room. You couldn't get past, and and that would have been it. So Sam, yeah, that would have. I was going to say you've turned this into a a YouTube video, and uh, our listeners can go see it. Where should they go to uh, to do that? Uh, go to YouTube.com/slash/obscuredtruth, or you can search for um, Cooper McCain, and it will come up in the search results. Uh, and there's a like a picture of the hotel lobby for the main uh, video. Great. So that's youtube.com slash obscured truth. And of course, that's all one word. Uh, youtube.com slash obscured truth. I saw it today. Thought it was well done. Uh, you've, you've actually got footage of you chasing the, uh, the bodyguard out into the parking lot and him just running away. Like he was supposed to be protecting McCain, right? Well, he apparently he left and ran off, got in his uh, his SUV or whatever, and then zipped away. Well, what was he that lit about? up a cigarette. I don't know. He, you know, he wouldn't answer any questions about who he was. Uh, we had his face on camera, and he was just sitting right. in the car, lighting up a cigarette or something. Kind of, I think it was a way to hide his face. And so we just left him out there. Oh, yeah, well, I, you'd gotten his face good by that point, so that was pointless. <laughs> And my intention is really, if these guys are going to act this way, I think their actions should be exposed and shown for, you know, the way that they are acting in public and the things that they're doing should be brought to the public view, especially if this guy is um, 
representing somebody who's and working directly for somebody who's potentially could be a next president. Now, uh, now Barry Cooper, and you're actually now working together with Barry from NeverGetBusted.com. Is he going to be utilizing this video footage in any of his upcoming uh, pres- uh, his upcoming products? He is. I got him a copy of everything that we recorded. Uh, there's also some footage that's not in the YouTube video. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's going to put that in his movie premiere that's happening this Saturday. Wow. It's kind of an outtake reel, I believe. Very cool. Well, uh, are you going to that premiere by chance? I'm, I've got two shoots on Saturday. That's one of them, so I don't know how long I'll be there, but I am going to film some of that and uh, post that to the uh, YouTube channel as well. Cool. Well, it was like I was pointing out last night on the show that uh, you getting together with Barry in a, in a business sense is something that came out as a result of uh, the, the Liberty Forum, the New Hampshire Liberty Forum, and, and the wonderful networking opportunity it is that you get to meet with other people that love freedom and liberty, and uh, you never know what will happen as a result of, of going to an event like that. Yeah, absolutely. We found a way to kind of cross-promote some of the things that we both have going on and um, help each other out. And I Very think good. That's in the libertarian spirit. Sam, yeah. awesome. Thanks for the call tonight. Thanks for your patience, and I look forward to hearing from you again, sir. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Uh, on the way here, Mark's been chomping at the bit to give us some of these primary results. We've got like 10% of the, uh, I guess, the precincts reporting, and we'll give you the More latest Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free, 800-259-9231, SACL CAI toll-free line. It's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there... Uh, are completely free, so enjoy those on us. One of those features includes live streams. We've got a broadband version of the show, a dial-up version as well, uh, both free uh, free for you. Freetalklive.com, though the dial-up version is not in effect for tonight because we are broadcasting live from Manchester Cable Access, MCAM TV 23. Well, we're in their studio. We're not actually on the air with them yet. We actually did a a special TV-only version of the show earlier today. Well, we spent four hours on the air um, earlier and came straight in here and went on the air here. And uh, it's, it's a Free Talk Live marathon. It really has been. Uh, we've had barely, even just barely enough of a break to uh, to grab a few slices of pizza and go to the bathroom. Uh, but that's about all we've really had time for. But it's been fun. It's been great. And uh, as a result, I'm sure a number of Manchester Television subscribers have been exposed uh, to Free Talk Live, which they've never been exposed to uh, before. Which yeah, is really the, they've the managed one. to make it all this time. Right. The uh, the number one reason we came out here. Uh, so we'll be uh, they'll be joining us for a simulcast here in the third hour. Uh, in the meantime, the show operates as normal, and it will, uh, of course, in the third hour as well. Eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Uh, so, Mark, you want to talk about the election, do you? I do. I, I want to I talk about the results. Even I, though it's only 11% uh, reporting in, anything can happen from here on out. 12%. 12% of the precincts reporting. It, of course, is New Hampshire primary night. What's, uh, what is your analysis, sir? Well, I, I, don't, I don't have an analysis. I'm only going to report the numbers. Um, at this point, my, all the analyzing in the world doesn't really matter much. Um, I'm going to give you the number that everyone cares about on our show. Ron Paul's at 9%. Oh, man. With 36 out of 301, that's 12%, 36 out of 301 precincts reporting, um, he's, wow. got, he's at 9%. Oh, so. man. You'd think he'd do better than he did in Iowa. Now, it's not over yet. I mean, apparently the free state isn't quite as free as we think. Um, let me give off uh, the numbers as we have them here. This is uh, 
For the Democrats, there's 37 uh, precincts reporting. For the Republicans, it's 36, and that's the, the newest results that I mm-hmm. have. Um, Hillary Clinton at 38%, Barack Obama at 36 This has been going back and forth, neck and neck. Uh, no telling what's going to happen there. John Edwards, mm. he's in the crapper uh, at 17%. Bill Richardson, who I love to mention, 4%, and Dennis Kucinich at 2%. The funny thing is, there's a guy named Randy Crow who's beating Joe Biden, Mike Gravel, and Chris Dodd. No, no, <laughs> he's beating uh, Joe Biden, Mike Gravel, Chris Dodd, and Fred Thompson, and it's, Duncan Hunter, wow. and Alan Keyes. Wow. And uh, everybody else. And I've never heard of this Joe, uh, Randy Crow guy. Well, the Randy Crow is clearly the uh, the news story of the night here as far as the results are concerned. This man has 441 votes so far with 12% reporting. I've seen, uh, driving around the state here, I mean, we've been doing a lot of driving in the past couple of days. We went up Route 9 yesterday mm-hmm. on Route 101 uh, today, so we've been all, all over, all over the place. And there were signs for some other people. If you go back to that list, Mark, uh, pull that up again. There were some signs for some other, you know, one of those uh, one of those candidates you never heard of. He's not getting any coverage at all. In right, his name press. was actually Henry Hughes. Henry Hughes. How's he doing? He's got, um, well, three he's votes. A, he's the Democrat. Now, how can that be? Henry Hughes has gotten three votes. I saw more than that, more signs than that. Right. Oh, I've seen at least 50 Henry Hughes signs around yeah. the state. Uh, he's got nothing. And this guy, this guy, Randy Crow, comes out of nowhere with 441 votes. Now, the only I, thing I can figure is he's some kind of cultish religious leader, leader up in uh, northern New Hampshire. Maybe so. He's definitely, <laughs> uh, let's see, I don't know where he's from. Uh, let's see if I can figure that out. No, North Carolina. I don't know. He's from I, North I, I, I don't know where this guy came from. I'm on his website right now, and uh, let's see. He says, according to him, and now this is interesting. He's now, I don't know game. why you call this the news story of the night. The guy's got 441 votes out of. Uh, you know, it's news because it's Hillary a no Clinton's name, got 14,000. But it's, he's a no name who's beaten out. Joe Biden, Mike Gravel, Chris Dodd, Fred Thompson, Duncan Hunter, all these people with probably several hundred thousand dollars at their disposal. That's news, Mark. It's outstanding. He's got more than half the number of the votes Dennis Kucinich has. Uh, So I'm just looking at his website. He does seem to be a little bit crazy. Uh, but then again, those other guys are crazy too, right? I mean, these Democrats and Republicans, they're crazy in that they want to run uh, run your life. And this guy's actually pretty sensible on some issues. He's actually, uh, I mean, if you had to vote for a Democrat, this guy wouldn't be too bad of a choice. I'm just, I mean, I haven't had a chance to read his entire website, uh, but he's very clear. The New clearly, World Order part kind of uh, freaks me out a little bit. But well, he's very clearly. Could be worse. Anti- he's very clearly anti-war. He makes that clear. He references antiwar.com. Uh, he, he's, he's for lower taxes. Iraq war. He's for lower taxes. He is, uh, let's see, he's also, he says, here's his little flyer that he scanned in. Position on the issues. A financial conservative, I don't support income tax, social security contributions, government size, or national debt increases. An advocate of free enterprise, fair competition, the breakup of corporate monopolies, and eliminate the Federal Reserve. Now, look, I mean, this isn't all perfect free market stuff here. Uh, you know, breaking up corporate monopolies. He well, sounds like a patriot um, from the, you know, like the, the patriot movement. Yeah, yeah, he does. He sounds like sort of a, yeah, the patriot just running on the Democratic platform. He says he wants to end the Iraq or, War. Under the Democratic ticket. This is, this is not their platform. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank you. Right about that. Uh, he says to withdraw troops consistent with American interests. Uh, he says he's concerned about election fraud, and then you know, then it gets to the craziness. Uh, it says here, as president, I will be the country's moral compass. 
I don't know what that means. I'm not sure if that means he wants to enforce his morality on everyone else. I don't know what else. it means either, but it is not good. He's been a soccer coach for 10 years, though, Mark. That's why I'd vote for well, him. Well, a compass coach. points to north, yeah. and I'm Doesn't fine force. with him pointing north. He, as uh, soon as he starts pointing a gun at me, that's he, something entirely different. He's not a lawyer. He's got a uh, BBA from San Houston State University. Uh, and uh, he goes to church a lot. So, you know, Speaking of pointing guns, um, we were speaking on the air tonight. We were on uh, Joe, what was the Joe's last name on the, the TV yeah, show? Yeah, that's a good question. We were on Joe's show. On, yeah. uh, nice guy, I like Joe. <laughs> on the uh, local cable access station here in Manchester. And we were talking to a gentleman with an incredibly great name. What was his name? Um, uh, Darren Eldorado or something Dad, like that? I don't know. Oh, the YouTube guy? Yeah, the YouTube guy from the Kucinich campaign. Whatever. Gosh, I can't Started with a D. I know that much. Yeah. Either way, I really would, should be able to rattle off these people's names, but I've talked to so many today in the, in the last week. But did you get to see his face when I explained to him the power of force behind socialized medicine? Yeah, he... Uh, he was caught by surprise and agreed completely. Yeah, he didn't seem too comfortable. When we explained the uh, the force issue, he didn't seem too comfortable supporting his position anymore at that right. point. At, at the, at the point and he that backed he realized, right off. At the point that he realized that the only way to get socialized medicine um, out there... Now, this is a lefty, and I've, I've heard this violence uh, opinion uh, expressed before, um, you know, that you've got to use violence for lefties. That once that lefty realized... That the way he was um, supporting his socialized medicine campaign, if I didn't want to play ball, was either by taking me to jail, imprisoning me, or uh, shooting me, or in some way stealing my property, he backed way, way off. I thought that was good, but what I thought might have been better was when you actually got an answer out of him on the question of, well, what government program has worked. Because he's talking about government taking over health care, and you said, well, what government, historically, point right, to a government I, I, program. I took three, it took three times asking the question. And what did it, was his answer? Real quick, he said, I don't know. And I he moved know. on and you know, started talking about I don't know, else. but... Da, 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 da. Yep. And uh, the other guy on the show, who, who gave one of my favorite government programs, the uh, interstate system, Joe, mm-hmm. gave the, uh, the, the interstate system, and we're going to have him on a little later, I think. Are we? Okay, great. Uh, well... You know, and I said compared to what? The free market enterprise system? More on the way. This is your show. You take control. This is Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You bring up whatever you want. Toll free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. 1-800-259-9231. 1-800-259-9231. You can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free, so do enjoy those on us. And uh, some of those features include the wiki, over 1,500 pages created by listeners just like you. Head over to wiki.freetalklive.com uh, to get interactive. You can create all kinds of neat things over there. Wiki, W-I-K-I dot freetalklive.com. Uh, we'll bring you some more numbers here in a moment, Mark. I know you're still itching to uh, to talk about these things. And an update on Randy Crow as well, a uh, candidate, uh, no-name candidate with, that uh, we were just talking about who we had thought was beating out a number of the, uh, the you know, the big, the big names, if you will. Uh, we'll give you a Randy Crow update here in a moment. Uh, but first, we go to your phone calls. Talk to Dave, listening in Athens on WAIS. Hey, Dave. Hey, guys. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? We lost last night, but we should have won, but the best team won. Wait, who lost? I'm sorry, what? OSU lost. What's OSU? Is that some college? Iowa State. Is that uh, football? In football? Yeah. 
Okay. I was rooting for Ohio State, but yeah, I got yeah. a funny story to tell you. Please do, please do. I prefer funny I, stories over sports. <laughs> yeah, I was at an disability ADA's 10th anniversary, mm-hmm. and Bob Dole was speaking room. Uh huh. And I was out in the lobby, and someone tapped me on the shoulder and said, "You want to get your picture taken with Bob Dole?" And I thought they were joking. Sure enough, there was Bob Dole. Is that the funny story? Yeah. There you go. Thanks for the call, Dave. 800-259-9231. We continue. Uh, he needs to work on his timing. Let's talk to John in New Hampshire, maybe a little bit more. John, you're on Free Talk Live with Ian and Mark. Hello there. No, oh, John's gone. Let's try Paula in Florida. Paula, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello. Yeah, hi, hon. They're giving the results, and I'll tell you what. They're tell me what. McCain won New Hampshire. Yeah, well, that's how it's looking. That's a lie. Yeah, well, As a matter of fact, did you hear what the soldiers said about McCain? No, what? They said they're tired of his lies, and they said that they're dying over there for lies, and they said they want out of there, said that all of them are sending money to Ron Paul. No, well, he that they, is getting the most uh, contributions yeah, from military members. Yeah, yeah, and they said they want to come home and vote for him. But anyway, uh, the soldiers are, oh, they're so mad at McCain. They said he better shut his mouth because he's, uh, he's lying to everybody. Mm. Well, you know... Uh, you're saying that? Are you suggesting there's been fraud here, Paula? Is that what you're? Oh yeah, there at? is. Yeah, yeah, we found out there was. Yeah. I might, I, I, I may have a little bit of Ron evidence Paul for that. Paul and Obama are ahead of everybody by the thousands. There well, you go. I don't know, man. It looks like Hillary Clinton's ahead on the uh, Democratic side right no, now. Matter of fact, um, uh, we found out about Obama. Uh, Brzezinski is using Obama. Who? They want to use him to go in. To stop China from doing what they're doing, and and they, you know, going into Africa and all this kind of stuff, they want to cut them off, China. And he, and because he is from Kenya, Brzezinski is using him. Who are you talking about? He, I don't even know who that is. Who's Obama. Uh, he was with the uh, Carter administration. Okay. And what's the relevance uh, anyway, of this? He, huh? What's the relevance? Well, that he's going to bring us into World War Three. Who is? Obama is? Yeah. Okay, excellent. And, you know, it's possible. It. It's possible. I mean, any of these people could uh, could start World War III. And, and how will we know when World well, War III has started? That's what I want to know. <laughs> I mean, will there be any well, sort they... of indicator? Uh, will they say this is World War III? Did they call World War II World War II when it was happening? Uh, well, sort of I'll... in history, you look back and you say, I think oh, World War II that's World did. War II. Did they? Okay, I didn't well, know that. Well, this thing with Iran will bring it about. Well, very good, Paula. Thanks for calling in tonight. Appreciate hearing from you as always. 800-259-9231. Paula alleging uh, some possible voting... Uh, silliness here and uh, some some uh, some slight slight of hand. Let me let me first rattle off the uh, the presidential numbers here. John McCain at thirty eight percent. This is with forty one precincts voting uh, reporting. That's forty one fourteen percent of precincts. Excuse me, fourteen percent, forty one precincts. Um, John McCain at thirty eight percent. Mitt Romney at twenty nine percent. Huckabee at twelve percent. Giuliani at ten percent. Ron Paul at eight percent. Oh man, um, it's going down. You know, I don't I don't want to be a, a spoil sport here, but you're talking about fourteen percent. That's a huge intab. Anything could happen, but likely Ron Paul is not going to move more than two points off that eight percent. You don't think he's? Got, I don't. Are you thinking he's not going to see ten percent tonight? I hope he sees ten percent after so looking at these sad numbers. If he doesn't. It really will. 
And, you know, maybe Paul is on to something because we uncovered a, uh, a shocking example of vo- possible voter fraud or or a system fraud or I don't know what you want to call this. But but a few moments ago, we had told you about this uh, newsworthy, what I considered a newsworthy candidate. Uh, what was this guy's name? His uh, name was uh, Richard. No. What's his name, Mark? Oh, uh, Randy Crow. Randy Crow. OK. Yeah. His, his website doesn't even have a title at the top. Randy Crow who is uh, sort of like this weird kind of conspiracy uh, conservative running uh, on the Democratic ticket who had shown up at almost, you know, he'd he'd had 1% of the vote here, beating out several other candidates, including uh, Mike Gravel and Joe Biden, as well as even Fred Thompson, with over 440 votes. I've Uh, still got the pages up here, and uh, on the Democratic side, previously uh, at... uh, on nhpr.org. That's New Hampshire Public Radio. Right. Uh, the, the He had 441 votes. That's 1%. And then I refreshed on a different page because I was, you know, they, they were going slow and I wanted to have one up at all times. Mm-hmm. I refreshed and he suddenly has seven votes. How does at that 0%. happen? 0%. Dropping below all those guys. I don't know. I mean, um, did, did, did NHPR type it in wrong? Did they get bad information from the state? At this point, it's all speculation. All I can tell you is at one point, I looked, and we talked about it on the air here, 441 votes Randy Crow had. Now he has seven. My question is, um, you know, what else is being misreported? Mm. Uh, You know, what other numbers are we uh, getting that are incorrect? Uh, uh, You know, the the guy here is uh, old Randy, is the kind that believes uh, the New World Order is out to get him. Maybe he's right. My question is, is the New World Order out to get Randy? And certainly, I mean, if, we're no fans if of they the... weren't paying good enough attention to Randy, um, you know, and he went from 441 to 7, I'm just, I'm just talking here. Surely they were paying better attention to Ron Paul. How many votes does Ron Paul have that we're only seeing uh, currently 2,100, uh, 2,200 votes for him? You know, I, I'm no conspiracy theorist, Mark, when it comes to this uh, New World Order concept. I know a number of our, our listeners certainly uh, subscribe to it. There's no doubt in my mind there are people in search of power. Does this mean that there's some dark, smoky uh, room somewhere where they're making these decisions and they're all, you know, the Bilderbergers or whatever that that's in charge here? I I don't I don't know. I don't claim to know, but I do know there are people in search of power, and those people in search of power are willing to do what it takes uh, in order to enshrine their power and keep it the way it is. Uh, so we've certainly seen evidence in the past of voter fraud. Many of these uh, systems that are that are automated around the country, the computer voting systems, they are hackable. The experts have made that very clear. But in New Hampshire, there there are no uh, computing systems. There there uh, or rather, I think it's tallied electronically. But but there are no electronic voting. You you have to go in and literally color in a block on a uh, a voting form. Well, but then you, <laughs> I don't know everything that goes on um, mm-hmm. after that. Uh, but then you take it in Keene. I take my ballot and I slide it into this disturbing-looking machine that looks remarkably like a giant laser printer. Yeah. And then what happens to it? I don't know. Julia was there when they counted the votes for her election, and she says... Were they paper ballots? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she said that they they have some sort of machine that they they flip on, and it, I guess, runs through the... the uh, the the, the count them like they did in school. Yeah, and, and counts them like a scantron or something. Mm. But I guess that could be programmed. I guess that could be gamed to to some extent. It could be for the first count, but uh, if you've got paper ballots, then you can always go back and recount. Hmm. 
Well, either way, Ron Paul not doing so hot tonight uh, so far with 12% reporting and only uh, 9% there. Actually, it was 8% earlier, so it, yeah, it's, uh, he's, it's he's, fluctuating. Between he's, close to, um, he's close to 8 to 9. Oh, and, WMUR uh, saying 14% reporting there with, uh, with 8%. Well, anyway, we'll know more later on as the show uh, continues. We'll bring you another update in hour number three because following these numbers is really kind of pointless. Uh, it really only matters when it's done and over with, and so far... Well, I'd say we're, we're going to be somewhere at like 8%. Want your 8%. thoughts? 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you. Uh, still to come here, lots to talk about, including your calls about anything you want. It is the live edition of the program, broadcasting from Manchester, New Hampshire tonight, Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything toll-free. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. 1-800-259-9231. Join us on our website at freetalklive.com. The features there are completely free, so do enjoy those on us. And if you like the show, you want to help support Free Talk Live, go shopping with us at the Free Talk Live store. Pick up some great Free Talk Live branded merchandise, uh, everything from Free Talk Live hats to T-shirts, hoodies. Uh, we've got the Free Talk Live lighter bottle opener combo, which I must say uh, came in handy over the weekend at the Liberty Forum with all the drinking going on there. Uh, so that's uh, certainly a very and drinking and smoking, uh, very useful device head over to store.freetalklive.com to pick one up for yourself that's store.freetalklive.com and when you're done shopping there if there's anything else you need for life you can get it at amazon.freetalklive.com when you enter amazon through that link free talk live gets a percentage of your purchase uh, again that's amazon.freetalklive.com we go to your phone calls uh what are you pointing at i'm pointing at uh, the, we got to do a live read here man oh okay is that's what you've been trying to do that's what i've been trying to tell you, well, get you to remember, it, remember we do that how would you like to lose reads. up to 25 pounds in just nine days without have to, having to permanently change your diet? Well, you can. Check out the real testimonials and find out how to order at ftldiscount.com. That's ftldiscount.com. Wow, you did that one from memory. Congratulations. Thank you. Good job. Uh, that's why I couldn't tell. I didn't know you were going to do it that way. All right. 1-800-259-9231. We go to your phone calls. Let's talk to Larry in Indianapolis. You're on Free Talk Live. Hello, Larry. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? Well, it looks like the uh, the ballot box is out. Uh, people better be looking at the cartridge box, considering what's coming next. If they haven't gone out and got them, they better be working on it, because what has been said is the federal government, in addition to passing this uh, Veterans Disarmament Act, where they want to go after you know our veterans that have served this country in uh, Bush interests well, they want to disarm any of them that have had any psychological counseling, Hmm. make it uh, illegal for them to own weapons. Uh, they've also bought some contracts with Remington Federal and Winchester for all future ammunition and primers. Interestingly enough, Cabela's catalog no longer stocks double-lot buck. Uh, your ammunition shortages are going to grow acute. People better be aware of these things now. Uh, as you said, they're not going to give up power easily. Hmm. These guys are crooks. They're going to do everything they can to run over us. So you're, you're saying, you're suggesting that uh, coming soon, the federal government may put some sort of restriction on ammo sales. Uh, oh, no, no, no. They're, they're, they're buying them up. They simply won't be there. What good are your guns going to be if there is no ammunition on the shelves to fire through them? 
Oh, okay. You know what I'm saying they've already bought they've already bought contracts with with your tax dollars mm. with the uh, Federal Winchester and Remington uh, for future ammunition and primers. That means the stuff is going out. You know, there just isn't going to be any. With your tax dollars, isn't that great? Wow, that's uh, that's definitely pretty disturbing. Now, I, I don't think it's necessarily. I mean, you said that the cartridge box. You're not suggesting that people get violent, are you? I'm suggesting they be ready to defend themselves, considering that the goals of the Patriot Act and the Homeland Gestapo are really to be used on American citizens and not figmentary foreign terrorists. Considering that you know it is the uh, Bush administration, the CIA that created. Uh, the bogus 9-11 situation, and they've been using that as an excuse for all of these top-off type terrorist uh, drills where they've been practicing to take over towns and take over cities, mm -hmm. uh, setting up how many detention camps built by Cheney's Halliburton. Uh, you know, we're recreating exactly what happened in Nazi Germany. Indeed, the Bush family worked with the Nazis then, and they're the new Nazis now. 9-11 is the new Reichstag. Did, did you uh, imagine, what, what did you imagine Ron Paul getting in New Hampshire? You're, you're, you're saying that the ballot box isn't working, so... Uh... I think that this has been, you know, I heard uh, another GCN host, Jack Blood, talking earlier that they'd released similar results earlier in the day. You know, it's just like when ABC News years ago released uh, election results before the uh, election had even occurred. You know, well, happened. there were in fact some results released. There were they three, have exit polling. There were th no, there were three um, precincts in New Hampshire that reported before all of them because the midnight know, ones, places right? like Dixville Notch. Everybody goes out at midnight. There's only a hundred people or so in the town. They've all voted, and Ron Paul was at fourteen percent earlier in the day. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know, you know, I, I I don't know what Jack Blood reported. I don't listen, generally listen to Jack Blood show. As a matter of fact, I've never listened to Jack Blood show. I don't want to uh, mislead anyone to think that I have. But, um, I, but I mean, come on, McCain, Hillary, everybody, you know, even the Democrats is. Oh, I believe you know, I'm, a, I'm a Republican vice precinct committee person here. We're pushing Ron Paul in Owen County, Indiana. I'm very disappointed. I was expecting Ron Paul to do better. He had more signs here in he New Hampshire. I think he did do better. Well, he may I very really well. Do I think don't he know. Did do better. I, I, I can't tell you whether he well, did or not. But I absolutely, positively do believe that the American people are stupid enough to elect um, Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, or they're um, ignorant. Look, whatever, whatever they are, they're jamming their little rules and all the stuff that these politicians gonna, uh, are going to bring to us the american people they're jamming them down my throat well, and i'm upset about it well, i'm not saying be. that we should whip out guns no i don't think so either but i think that I'm the upset. appropriate thing to do at this I point think you better have them prepared boys well, well it's a good, you know it's really convenient uh it's a federal uh, it's against federal law for me to own a gun yeah well, well a, i don't think i would let that stop you yeah i, I wouldn't either time when they're gathering 20 30 on the doorstep i don't care if i go down i'm going to take some of them with me remember what alexander solzhenitsyn that you know even if they'd use pokers axes or picks you know if you go after enough of these cowards you take their numbers down you're going to bring the cursed machine to a halt. Well, yeah, I mean, certainly, uh, you know, if the uh, the Jews in Germany had met them at their, uh, you know, met the SS at the doors with uh, any sort of uh, retaliatory force, then that would have gone a long way to prevent a serious an an amount of atrocities. So I think it is important to be armed and be prepared for the Unfortunately, future. Unfortunately, they come for us one at a time. They came for the Jews one at a time. They told them how things were going to be, and then, uh, you know, y you must comply. And it seems like... And they didn't know they were going off to... In the history of man, that freedom just doesn't 
work for us? Well, it's never really been tried. There have always been people in search of power. That we don't, have been we certainly don't incrementally move towards it. Well, no, uh, because people in search of power are constantly looking to increase that power, increase their uh, their scope over others, and uh, in that process, they're indoctrinating people with uh, false ideas and the you know the concept that government is good and, and useful and necessary. I think you're right, uh, Larry. I think that you know at this point, people need to make sure that they have uh, their affairs in order, that they've got some uh, some weapons and some ammunition, but not to actually take any sort of initiated force. I know you could make the argument the government has already initiated the force, and I understand that point. But I think I'm that speaking defensive only. Absolutely, uh, I think that you know, if, this... if, you, if, if you guys want to see, you know, how controlled this voting process was, how one guy was in charge of a lot of the voting process. Take a look at some of the stories post on the WhatReallyHappened.com. Uh, I can't remember the guy's name right now, and I don't have it up. But you know, the same situation as it was out in Iowa. You know, there there is control of these voting mechanisms in the hands of a very few. Sure. Well, the state and, runs the voting. I mean, the, the, that's what I was saying the other night on the show. And, and by the way, Larry, thank you for the call. Uh, what I was saying the other night is that it's very, very difficult to advance freedom in any significant fashion by using the system. You're playing by the rules they set up, and if the rules are uh, actually ending up working in your favor, they usually end up changing them. Uh, and so I think it's important to, to be prepared for the for the future. I hope it doesn't come to violence. I don't want, uh, you know, to be fighting in the streets. I don't want that. And I think that if we have enough people doing nonviolent civil disobedience, it will never come to that point. I think if enough people stand up and say, enough is enough, we've had it. We're not going to participate in this nonsense anymore. Look, this isn't the country, uh, this isn't the free country I was told I was living in when I was a kid. I would like to have freedom. I'd like to have the liberty to live my life how I want as long as I don't harm anyone else. So screw you to the government and, uh, you know, you're not getting any more money. I think that's a first, I think that's an easy first step to say, you know what? This government doesn't represent me at all. It claims to, but it doesn't. So, therefore, I'm not going to bother sending in any more uh, federal tax returns. Start there. That's an, that's an easy step to take. And then, you know, go a little bit further. When uh, they pull you, don't, re, don't uh, register your car with the state or don't renew your tag or, or whatever. Do whatever you can. Smoke marijuana in public. What, whatever you can uh, to uh, disobey to refuse to bend to these asinine rules and these bureaucrats that want to rule over our lives. It's time we stopped obeying these thugs. It's time. Or what do you want to do? Wait another four years and throw all your weight behind, you know, all your money and your time and your effort behind another savior? You know, in hopes that, uh, that he'll be the one... I, to bring us out of this uh, morass of statism and government control? I don't see that either one of those solutions is going to work. Where will you, what, What's your solution, Mark? I don't have one. All right, then. Well, I've got something, and it's something that people haven't really tried yet. We've seen how uh, nonviolent civil disobedience can be very, very powerful, used even in very small doses. Let's increase the dose. Hour 3 is coming up. Uh, Manchester Cable Access viewers will be joining us for a simulcast. And, of course, we'll take your calls about anything. 800-259-9231. We'll talk to Matthew and Steve and your calls as well. It's Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything. Toll free. 800-259-9231 is the number for you. 1-800-259-9231. It is Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, of course, uh, you can join us on our website as well at freetalklive.com. All the features there are completely free. 
Sound money is under attack. The Liberty Dollar offices were raided by the FBI and Secret Service on November the 14th, 2007. All of its precious metals, computers, and records were seized. Your help is urgently needed. Go to, go to LibertyDollar.org, sign up for their updates, and register for the lawsuit. You can also get one of the limited edition arrest dollars. Don't let the American government steal your money and destroy the Liberty Dollar. That's LibertyDollar.org. By the way, I want to welcome our viewers tonight, which is very unusual because this is a uh, a radio show six nights a week. Mark and I are the, the uh, normal co-hosts, and uh, we do it from Monday through Saturday, 7 to 10 o'clock at night. So you're joining us on, uh, if you're listening in, or rather viewing in Manchester, on uh, MCAM TV 23 for this final hour of the program, uh, bringing it to you right here from MCAM TV 23 studios. And in fact, uh, Joe Briggs is joining us. Guys? Uh, let's uh, get right up on that microphone. Yeah, this is different than the uh, mics yeah. they have in the, in the studio. Nice. Wide open it's like, like a, the ones you're used to. It's like an ice cream cone. There you go. So we're going to get you all, all right. adjusted well, thanks, here. Thanks for having me here today, guys. It's uh, it, very it, exciting. It, just, just so you know, um, Joe, you're not on here because we're being nice to you or reciprocal <laughs> or anything like that. I was pretty impressed with the way you run your show here. Uh, oh, thank you. On, on, you know, what is it, Policy Watch? Policy Watch, right. I'm, I'm very impressed with the way you run your show, so I invited you on for that reason. Well, thank you very much. Yeah, yeah. We've had uh, a a lot of good luck here, of course, being uh, uh, being primary in, in New Hampshire. We've had uh, an awful lot of luck uh, being able to attract some candidates, get mm-hmm. some people in here. And uh, my show, Policy Watch, just focuses mostly on the on uh, on uh, international and, and major national policy. We focus on energy, healthcare, immigration, education, the three eyes: Israel, mm-hmm. Iraq, Iran. If someone's interested in seeing it, because we got obviously we have a national and international even audience, right. is it possible to get it online a YouTube? Absolutely, or a, do you have well, your own uh, both, both, right. If you go to policywatch.us, it just basically bumps you right here to MCAM 23, where everything, all the shows are available uh, streaming. Uh, both the uh, video, Fantastic. the video, uh, the MPEG, MPEG 3s are stripped out of every interview and available separately. Nice. The uh, and, and actually. Uh, the uh, you, there's AVIs for downloading and burning on uh, CDs, so you can play on a lot of DVD players or a lot of uh, uh, the new Apple handheld things. Perfect. Uh, and then also uh, another thing is it, it it takes it and rips it out into about 500 to 1,000 JPEG images because you wow. you know a lot of people, uh, especially the politicians and so forth, like to sort through there, find the images and use them for you know uh, press releases and right. a variety of other things. So it really uh, Really does a trick multimedia-wise, and it makes it all available. Very good. We love multimedia here, and it's it's cool that we're uh, doing a sort of a simulcast. It's certainly not the prettiest thing to look at on television. <laughs> our our uh, sort of makeshift speak remote for studio. yourself, there, Mister Facial Hair. I said it's not the prettiest thing to look at, meaning all the mess of the wires, right. and that sort of thing. Uh, but uh, but our our phone lines are open for you at eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Presumably, you'll want to comment on the election here if you're calling in, but you can bring up anything, and that is the point of Free Talk Live. Uh, anything goes on the phones at pretty much any time. Have you guys been following the numbers here? We have. Oh yeah, we're uh, we're I'm, I'm I'm right on the trail of these numbers here. I, I'm utterly amazed that uh, what are you that Giuliani. About? Well, I'm 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 amazed that Giuliani uh, is ahead of Ron Paul and is ahead of Ron Paul so far, at least in Manchester, uh, as mm-hmm. definitively as he is. Because last time I looked, uh, he had like a you know about 150 point 150 votes over. Uh, Ron Paul. You consider 150 points uh, well, with 26 report, uh, percent of the precincts reporting to be definitive? I well, don't, I, it's it's th- significant. It, it, you know, my guess is that trend is going to complete right through. It's, in it Manchester, seems, I'm talking Manchester. I, I don't know what the Manchester numbers yeah. are. You're probably looking at another site than I am. I've got uh, WMUR.com. 
And uh, it's what it's saying is 26% of the precincts reporting, that's uh, uh, 78 out of 301. Uh, Ron Paul has 3,791 votes, so almost 3,800, and uh, Rudy Giuliani has almost 4,100 votes. So, you know, the, the lead's a little bigger than what you'd said. They both are uh, listed at 9%, but what? and I think you're right. I think that it will be very close to... Eight, nine, ten percent is what yeah. Ron Paul's going to end up. And Hopefully, he'll Giuliani. finish in the uh, the double digits. Tonight. I'd sure like him to beat Giuliani right. by even if it's by one vote, because you know that's what the media is going to talk about is they're going to cut him right out of the picture if Giuliani comes one vote ahead of Ron Paul. Yeah, well, you know, um, earlier one of the callers called in and saying his you know his dream team ultimately would be a, a McCain president with a Rudy Giuliani uh, oh, attorney general, and I'm just, oh my God, can you imagine the corruption? <laughs> Speaking of phone calls, we should go to them and talk to Matthew in Denver. Matthew, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello there. Hey, how's it going? Hey, great. What's on your mind tonight? Um, I just wanted to uh, tell you guys that there was a great documentary about um, vote hacking. Um, I think it's called Black Box Voting. Black mm. Box Voting? Yeah, Black Box Voting, and I think they also have a website, blackboxvoting.com. But essentially the idea is that uh, um, they had some security experts, um, them and the governor of Arizona, I guess, go look at the, uh, um, you know, basically try and hack into the voting machine, and they right. and they were able to do it. Mm. Yeah, I've seen so, some of the experts testifying in front of a courtroom about that. I don't know if that was that same yeah. uh, uh, video or it, maybe it was an excerpt from it or something. Uh, but, I mean, it's it's pretty much confirmed at this point that the electronic voting is very easily hackable. However, we don't have electronic voting here in New Hampshire. You still have to well, color it in with a little uh, marker to uh, to fill in your choices, though they are counted but, by um, machine. A lot of those machines are actually um, made by Diebold. The, the, the counting, the, the vote counting machines. Now, a tremendous yeah, the, amount the of them in, in Ohio getting re- getting recalled, right? Right, and, and all over opti- it, optical yeah. scanners. California, that's it's, it's well, the same thing's happening. Yeah, there's two different kinds of interfaces. There's the uh, interface that has the, um, you know, the the screen, and you press the screen and select your candidate and stuff like that. And then there's right the same way that you do at the supermarket, right? Ballots. Yeah, yeah, because but then also because they have uh, absentee ballots. Um, they have to do those with the same paper and pencil or pen, you know, the optical scanner. Mm. So it's the same internals. And in fact, there's a there's a little card that has like a um, hard drive like thing, and mm-hmm. they and there's a, a piece of software called the firmware, which is um, updatable on the card. And so they hack the firmware, and uh, so basically it flipped the vote. And that's, of course, the most simplest um, way to play with the numbers. So basically you're saying that the same company that made the electronic voting machines is the same company that is, or the computer voting machines, this is the same company that's making the, the machines that are counting the, the paper ballots in, possibly here in New Hampshire or where you live. Is that what yeah, you're saying? Yeah, um, I, I, I know we use Diebold here in uh, Colorado, or at least the, where I vote. Uh, I don't know about New Hampshire, but I do know that Diebold um, – does make a uh, optical scanner that would read a paper ballot. Hmm. So, at least with a paper ballot, um, it, although I don't consider it good these optical scanners to be good news, at least with a paper ballot that's um, scanned by an optical scanner, I, I can come back and say, look, I don't believe this was a good election. I can test it, and uh, we, we're, let's count the votes again. Yeah, you can still exactly. count them by hand. That's true. 
But I don't think Ron Paul's going to be doing that tonight. No. In New I don't think there's any point in it. No. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, you know, actually, I, the thing I like most about optical scanners, you know, other than just the, the you know, the, the reliability as we're, as we're talking here, is just the practicality. You know, if you're a municipality, you've got a very limited budget, you need one counter and a whole bunch of forms and, mm-hmm. and some desk space. And mm-hmm. that's about it. You yeah. know, we never have lines here in Manchester you know, where we have those. It's right. an easy thing to vote. You're in, you're out. And, you know, 10 people queued up behind an optical scanner, it's 10 seconds, yep. right? There's nothing there. People with those computers, that's the problem. There's so many computers, it takes a while to do each one. They're confusing, and it's, it's really right. frustrating as a voter, despite the fact that it's rigged. Well, we used to live in, uh, in Florida before moving here to New Hampshire, and uh, there was definitely a problem down there. I mean, as simple and as basic as it was, you know, punch here, click here with your finger and all that, uh, you know the the old folks. I mean, yep. they can't program a VCR. They couldn't really hardly figure out how to. Well, they've uh, done away with the uh, the the, the Diebold machine. They have. I was yeah. talking about what it was like, though. Yeah. I mean, you you know, once you'd figured, once they'd finally been instructed on how to vote, then they had to wait for one of the voting attendants to come over. He had to insert a special card in, and it was just like this this whole ordeal. And then, as you said, Joe, it's uh, subject to hacking. And uh, hey, Matthew, thanks for the call tonight. We appreciate hearing from you. By the way, that's a different number from what uh, the Manchester Cable Access subscribers are used to seeing. It is toll-free, and we've got multiple lines. So you can call in and queue up, and we'll get you on the air. It's not one uh, one call at a time like it normally is around here. That's so. right. right. We're pretty limited resources. Well, the call-in is new here. And we're a television oh, station. Cool. The call-in is something we just started along with that radio project I was telling you about earlier. Well, it came in handy earlier today. It, I can tell you that. Ab- absolutely did, and uh, so we hope to increase the number of lines soon. More on the way here. This is your show. It's Free Talk Live. We'll give you an election update in moments. This is Free Talk Live. It is your show. You can take control of the airwaves toll-free at 800-259-9231. The SACL CAI toll-free line for you. That's 1-800-259-9231. Bring up whatever you want, though. Of course, it is uh, NH primary evening, or I guess not really evening, but it's the evening of uh, the NH primary. And uh, the voting is being tallied. Mark, you're going to give us an update here in a moment. But I think you need to read a uh, lovely commercial for our listeners uh, first. By the way, I want to welcome our new viewers in Manchester, uh, maybe just tuning in on uh, MCAM TV 23, joining us for the final hour of our program. I wish I could tell you that you could listen to the show on the radio in the area, but unfortunately we don't yet have an affiliate in Manchester. Maybe we'll talk more about how you might be able to help that happen a little bit later. But for now, you can listen live online at freetalklive.com and grab our archives as well. Now you can save time and money on common legal matters. Created by top attorneys, LegalZoom.com helps you create reliable legal documents. Simply answer a few questions online and your documents will be prepared within 48 hours. In most cases, LegalZoom.com. Use code FTL to save 10%. That's LegalZoom.com. 1-800-259-9231. Again, you can join us on our website at freetalklive.com. Lots of features there. You'll find that they're all for free, unlike many of those other radio talk show hosts that would like to charge you five, six, seven bucks a month in order to access their features. We've got all that and more, and it's all on the house. Freetalklive.com. All right, Mark, I know you are itching to get back to some facts and figures about this election. Uh, The numbers continue to roll in. Last uh, we looked, what, 23? Oh, now they're up to 30-something percent of the precincts reporting. What's the latest? Well, um, in the Democratic race, they have not yet called a winner. 
Uh, Hillary Clinton and Barack Obama separated by four percent, uh, uh, somewhere in the neighborhood of twenty two thousand, almost three thousand votes uh, separating uh, Clinton Obama. So apparently, it's not statistically a win yet. Now wait, what were the poll numbers showing? Weren't the poll numbers showing dramatically Barack Obama taking yeah. away this election? What happened there? I mean, Joe uh, Briggs is know. with us, and uh, he does a, a show from uh, from Manchester Access, uh, Manchester Public Access. So you you may have your finger on the pulse of uh, New Hampshire voters more than we do even because well, you do well, a policy watch show yeah I, th- I think that the uh, uh, that the odds makers were not taking into account the 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 number of professional women working you know working professional women lawyers doctors so forth professional highly educated women in New Hampshire in southern New Hampshire in particular and all of those women were were, were attracted greatly to Hillary Clinton and I think n- it wasn't just because Hillary Clinton was a woman it was because you know they 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 genuinely appreciated her 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 style her substance her experience and her ideas well, if you uh, if you're in New Hampshire in Manchester right now, I'd love for you to call in and maybe tell us who you voted for and why uh, at 1-800-259-9231. I think uh, my my wife uh, had a very interesting analysis though of her performance the other night at at the uh, at the debates and uh my wife not a great fan of Hillary Clinton just because mm-hmm. of, you know, Hillary Clinton gets a little bit on the nerves of my wife, but uh there was one point at which uh, Hillary Clinton was responding to some criticism from Barack Obama and my wife's comment was Wow, she went into her mommy voice. Instant turnoff for my wife. Wow. <laughs> As a mother of four kids. You know, I have I've heard say, enough of that. I'm not a fan of any of these politicians. Uh, I, I, I despise politicians in general. I don't like politics. I'm only involved because these people want to control my life, and I have no interest in having that happen, so I'll do whatever it takes to put a stop to it. Ron Paul's really the only one of them that I, I actually care about or are interested in. But because we're here on uh, Manchester Public Access, we have to uh, give you actually some of these numbers and statistics. Normally, we wouldn't even talk about these people well that, that that's a that, that's a challenge because you know always you know in, in the eighties in particular seventies and eighties when you when you thought of Democrats, you traditionally thought of a, a little bit of arrogance of, 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 of politicians who thought that you know they know what's best for you they'll do your thinking for you they'll take care of you for you and that was always you know very scary and actually Hillary Clinton kind of it was the first time I was reminded of that again of, the, mm. of that i you know a the, maternalistic uh, sort of well, yeah, like, uh, you know, just let us do your thinking for you. We'll take care of you. And, right, but now it's the Republicans that are doing that, too. Now absolutely. they're all doing that. They're now, all doing What's What's the differentiator? Well, you know what? I think it, what it is, and I don't know if you've ever encountered this, Joe, but uh, have <laughs> Republicans, you Republicans, uh, they're differentiators. They want to give their bureaucrats guns. <laughs> Well, what it is is that they're not really – I mean, Republican and Democrat, liberal and conservative, they don't really mean anything to me. They mean different things to different people. Being a liberal doesn't necessarily have any sort of definition to it anymore. There's no real – you can ask one person, what is a liberal? And they'll give you a completely different answer from what another person might say. Well, and, and there's no better example of that than these, this recent state – uh, children's health care insurance program because uh, you know many very many uh, Republicans conservative public uh, Republicans such as our own John E. Sununu voted for that mm. now if that it, and it was all bordered down to how was it paid for if it was paid for by an expanded Medicare as for example Dennis Kucinich, uh advocates he wouldn't have voted for it but the fact that uh, John Sununu can put his finger on a twenty million dollar year CEO hey it must be a good plan. 
and really what it comes down to is these people are all authoritarians. They're not Republicans and Democrats or liberals and conservatives so much as they are, as you said, people that think they know best how to run your life. And that's the, that's the hallmark of an authoritarian. Someone who says, I know and you must follow me. Uh, that's what these people are. If you were to give them the world's smallest political quiz, have you ever had the uh, the opportunity to take that? No, show? I haven't. Highly recommended. Uh, you can do it at quiz.freetalklive.com, and it's all it's all over the uh, the internet. It's brought to you by the Advocates for Self Government, and the purpose of the quiz is to to help people understand that there's more than just liberal and conservative. If you if you listen to the news shows, if you listen to you know the mass media, they'll tell you, well, so and so's on the far right or the left or in the center, right, a moderate. Right, and they they try to get you to think that everything's just on this one axis. You're either left, right, or somewhere in the middle of those two points. And the uh, the world's smallest political quiz does a brilliant job of helping people understand there's more to politics than that. There's uh, not just left and right, but there's also some other areas, maybe up and down. Uh, like for instance, uh, they have this diamond chart. Uh, at uh, the world's smallest political quiz. So there's uh, there's four distinct quadrants that you can actually end up scoring in. You can be a liberal, you can be a conservative, uh, you can be a libertarian, and you can be an authoritarian. And the basic idea, and you can also be a centrist as well, mm-hmm. uh, but you know, the basic idea is that liberals would support, and again, this is in theory, reality doesn't reflect this, and the politicians' beliefs don't reflect this, but liberals in theory should support personal freedoms, while they support government involvement in your economic life, you know, where government can regulate your business and government can regulate how much money you get to keep, that sort of thing. While conservatives are the opposite. They supposedly support more economic freedom, while at the same time they want to control your personal life. They want to tell you, you know, how to, you know, what drugs you can put in your body, that sort of thing. This is sort of the general concept of what you're looking at here. But what if you support both personal and economic freedom? Mm-hmm. The, the left-right spectrum doesn't take that into account. They would just call you a centrist. But what if you support neither? What if you are for total control? What if you are for the government controlling economic and personal aspects of your life? Well, then you'd be in the center uh, portion, too, on the left-right spectrum. So that's why they've taken it out and made it sort of this, this up-and-down area as well, where you can score libertarian and authoritarian and really differentiate yourself well, from the rest. I, I, I think that there's more than one axis of, 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 of that's political That's exactly what we're talking there, about. Yeah. Yeah. Um, sure. When I say that um, I want to legalize marijuana for people, people might call me a streaming liberal. But if I say that I think that we should do away with Social Security, people might call me a screaming um, conservative. I'm neither. Right, and that uh, the world's smallest political quiz really helps iron that stuff out. 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up anything in this uh, special live edition simulcast in Manchester, New Hampshire, on television tonight of Free Talk Live. This is Free Talk Live. It's your show. You can bring up anything toll-free at 800-259-9231. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line for you, and it's Ian here with you. And Mark. Uh, Also, Joe Briggs joining us. He's the host of Policy Watch on Manchester Cable Access Channel 23. Thank you, you, Joe, for coming on the program. You know, Policy Watch is a a show that's done. You know, Joe hosts it in a manner that's far more professional. It's it's more of a professional product than you would expect to see. It's much better than your show, Mark. Uh, Mark does. He hosts a uh, TV show out in uh, Keene, where we live, uh, on Cheshire TV. 
or it's just him talking into a you know one camera. It's sort of a monologue, okay. but you can tell that Joe's got uh, the experience. Yeah, he's been in time on a show. He's getting clips and all that kind of stuff, and and it's 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 clear he's been doing it for a while. Well, uh, actually, we're uh, coming up on a year. What? Yeah, absolutely. Wow. We first show. Uh, I, you know, just as a quick history lesson, I went to uh, uh, Durham and saw Scott Ritter. Uh, you know the guy that wrote, uh, who was the weapons inspector in Iran, right, right, and the uh, UN guy, in the UN guy, and he was uh, kind of making around trying to alert people uh, to to the uh, to the. the you know, to 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 the call, you know, to the cause of the Iran War of of, of the U.S. attacking Iran on false charges of weapons of mass destruction, mm-hmm. and uh, he just basically encouraged everyone in that crowd to uh, get off their butt and do something. Mm. And, you know, doing something would be better than what we have now, where right. most people are just sort of observing all this. They feel like they're powerless to change anything. Right. And we were talking earlier about how working within the system, while it may have some value. I personally believe that if we're, we're to ever achieve liberty in our lifetimes, something's going to have to happen outside of the system, some level of civil disobedience, some level of non-cooperation with, uh, with the state and its agents uh, in order to really push freedom forward. Because, I mean, judging by the, uh, the election results we're seeing tonight, uh, it's just not happening through the, the system itself. And, and that figures because they set it up and they want us to play by their rules. And what, we shouldn't be surprised when our guys aren't doing as well as we think they should. Uh, in fact, Mark, we should get back to the uh, the. We're going to get back to the phone calls, but I know you've got something to read for our, for our listeners here uh, in a moment. The phone lines are loaded up. Still enough room for your call, though, at one eight hundred two five nine ninety two thirty one. Your mattress was likely manufactured using all kinds of disturbing chemicals. Does this bother you? Well, it bothers some scientists, especially in the case of young children. Savvy Rest mattresses are made of one hundred percent natural latex rubber, organic wool, and organic cotton. You can try their crib mattresses, too. That's SavvyRest.com for the sleep you've been dreaming of. SavvyRest.com. Let's go right into the phone calls, and uh, we'll get an update on the numbers here, definitely by the end of the show. Talk to Jason in Missouri. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live. Hello? Hey, Jason. What's on your mind tonight? Hey, guys. I need something positive. I'm losing faith, man. He didn't. He got fifth in Iowa, and it looks like he's going to get fourth in New Hampshire. I thought he was going to win New Hampshire. Well, you I know, just need you guys to tell me something positive for the rest of the election. Well, I can. What I can tell you is to uh, well, number one, he's still got millions of dollars in the bank. Uh, number two, of course, we're talking about Ron Paul. Uh, number number two, if you compare Ron Paul's uh, success this election season to every libertarian candidate that's ever run for president, he's bowled them all over. I mean, it's it's a knockout, knockdown, dragout success, unqualified success. No libertarian candidate has ever gotten uh, this amount of uh, turnout at any election. I mean, as far as president is concerned, no libertarian candidate has ever even come close to 1%. Uh, so to see Ron Paul, who has what is essentially a very principled libertarian message, had to see him scoring even close to 10%, I still think is pretty darn good. And I'd like to say that there was uh, there was sort of a libertarian movement that went on in the uh, 64 campaign with uh, Barry Goldwater. Now, I'm not saying he was a legit libertarian, but... A lot of Republicans identify themselves as Goldwater Republicans, um, as opposed to, I suppose, Rockefeller Republicans. And Barry Goldwater didn't even get the nomination. It was close between him and Rockefeller, but Rockefeller pulled it out. Um, well, about, uh, let's see, it was uh, 64, I think it was, maybe, maybe it was 66. Ronald Reagan finally won in 1980. 
And it took about 15 years for it to finally come full circle. And so maybe Ron Paul's paving the way for some guy to come next, you know, next term, uh, maybe yeah. eight years down the road, and and really do something. Well, I, I think if if I well, can jump in, at... hold on, go ahead, Joe. Sorry. Yeah, okay, if I can jump in here, I, I think you know Ron Paul very well might you know is probably not going to make it. Uh, you know, all the way. It's probably not going to make it to the presidency, but I think the the real win is is in this uh, this ver- you know this upcoming uh, cycle for uh, congressmen and senators. Who's going to be the first to claim themselves as a Ron Paul Republican? Uh, there already are. So oh, yeah. they're out there. But then, then <laughs> uh, you know, I'd like to caution people on that. Yeah. Just because some politician wannabe comes along and says, oh, "I'm a Ron Paul Republican," I'm a Ron Paul candidate. Don't trust him. There's going to be a dilution. Them, make them sign the small government pledge. Go to a center for center for small government dot com print out the small government pledge or send them there and then make sure you see some evidence that they've signed it the small government pledge uh, joe and uh, and our listeners in case you aren't aware uh it says essentially and it's a little longer this it's a paraphrase it says i support uh i will vote for smaller government every issue every time no excuses so putting their name on something like that would really show that they do have an intention of being serious because a lot of the people that are going to be politicians and you know they're going to want to back away from that and say well I can't really commit to uh, you know it sounds good and everything but I can't really commit what to what if it. this happens so, or that happens so hold their you know hold them accountable for what they say and get their si- uh, signature on a on a form like that and I think that would help yeah. really weed out the uh, the imposters you know what's really depressing here in Missouri? What's that? There's Ron Paul signs everywhere, right? Yeah, and everybody right. I talk to is either voting for Ron Paul or they hate Ron Paul or they're going to vote Ron Paul if he does good. But otherwise, oh. they're not going to vote for Ron Paul because he hasn't done very well in the rest of the primaries and then they feel like they're wasting their vote. Yeah, fair weather fans. And I just think that's so stupid. I and mean, it's just, why would you vote for any other Republican besides Ron Paul? I mean, any of them. It doesn't make sense. It it just doesn't make sense. We were talking on your show today, Joe, with uh, Elizabeth Kucinich about the very same uh, mentality, and it infects it infects everybody who's uh, who's who who has ideological compatibility with a candidate who has been dubbed by the media as well. This guy has no chance, Uh, and somehow that's gotten into their head to where they believe it so thoroughly they believe that even if they voted for him, he wouldn't have a chance, which is absurd because if you were to vote. For the candidate you want to win, and everyone else who thought the same way that you did were to do the same thing, he'd win. Unless, of course, the voting's rigged, which it might be. <laughs> anyway, Jason, I hope that was a little bit of positivism for you, uh, and thank you for the call tonight. Appreciate hearing from you. 800-259-9231. I can't say I'm feeling real positive either right now. I mean, after the, you know, seeing... Well, I, I, what did I tell you, Mark? What did I tell you? Ron Paul supporters need to be prepared for this feeling. This is what happens... After every election where libertarians get all excited, because there's always something to be excited about, you know, or getting in debates. Ooh, people are paying attention to what we're saying. Oh, we might have a chance at winning, and then, oh. They get so sad. They get so bummed out. They get so depressed. They drop out of the system. They drop out of participating. They drop out of paying attention to what's going on, and they say, you know what? Screw it. There's no chance we can change this. If they didn't drop out, there'd be that many more of them involved, and they'd be that much more powerful the next time. Right. So political burnout is something people need to be aware of. I know some of our uh, more frequent listeners are kind of getting tired of us talking about this, but it's important to, to remind people that don't give up. Don't give up on liberty and freedom just because this candidate didn't happen to win this time. Well, Ron Paul's no spring chicken. I don't see him. Uh, I don't see him running 
No, uh, an, no, this another is race. Uh, I don't see that happening. And but, there's no other Ron Paul. So right, who's in four? Who's going to be next in four years? Rand right. Paul. Yeah, but he doesn't. Uh, uh, yeah, maybe. But I mean, he doesn't have the same track record necessarily. He doesn't know. Does but he want to get into politics? I don't know. Barry Goldwater Jr. Nah, he's he's too old. Barry Goldwater Jr. How old is he? He uh, looks he, pretty old. I he, saw him. He was here the other night, and he's uh, you know, he's he's definitely in his sixties. Yeah, definitely. In Kurt his 60s. Russell. We need to get Kurt Russell. Mm-hmm. Snake Plissken. That would that would. Uh, how about Penjolet? I think Penjolet should run for president. That would work. He and could right, make government drop the disappear. f bomb every other time on the um, national television. He could make the government disappear with a you know flick of his wrist. <laughs> uh, let's talk to John in Montana, listening on KGEZ. John, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, thank you. Thank you, sir. What's on your mind? For a while. Hey, this, Ian, this is for Mark. I want to talk to Mark. I'm ready. Up. Okay, Mark, you had, uh, what was it, Gun Owners of America on there just a little while ago? Gun Owners of America on this show now. Oh, uh, he was talking earlier about the guns and stuff. Anyhow, oh, yeah, the gentleman I that uh, wanted to hold uh, buy a bunch of guns. Okay, well, beside the point. Anyhow, I want to let you know, don't let yourself down yet. When you talk about uh, you didn't know what to do. We'll come back with more, John. Hold on. We're going to bring you back, sir. Patience. More on the way. It's Free Talk Live. Talk live. Coming back a little, a little bit late from our break because we're sitting in here playing with the green screen. <laughs> we don't have neat toys like this in the radio world. All right, eight hundred. We need a hot weather girl here too. Is what we need. Oh my goodness, have you seen the uh, the Spanish uh, broadcasters? No, I don't know. I... They like Univision. They have hired. Oh, no, no, it was it was one of the other ones. It wasn't Univision. It was one of the other ones. They Telemundo. Hired, it might have been that. Uh, anyway, they they hired this twenty two year old chick to do their weather, and she comes out in. You know, the most revealing attire you could possibly imagine. How anyone could be focusing on, you know, the, the blustery winds, I don't understand. It's so distracting. Well, the, the weather in most Spanish-speaking places, it's excellent anyway. Or it's going gonna, it's gonna to be remaining the same. Oh. You know, they re- essentially have hot season Caliente. and rainy season. Right. So, w- you know, what is there to watch from the weather girl? Anyway, just uh, as an aside. 800-259-9231. We all done with the live reads, Mark? Uh, I got one. 1-800-259-9231. Just enough time to sneak in your phone calls here and some remaining numbers from the New Hampshire primary here in a few moments. Joe Briggs joining us as well. Uh, He is one of the hosts here on NCAM TV. We, by the way, are simulcasting this uh, final hour of the show live from Manchester uh, at NCAM TV 23. Joe is the host of Policy Watch. Go ahead and with that live read and we'll come back to your calls. And you can lose up to 25 pounds in just nine days without permanently changing your diet. Check out this amazing doctor-recommended product. Go to ftldiscount.com, read some real testimonials, find out how to order. That's ftldiscount.com. 800-259-9231. We'll get to the numbers here in moments. Let's continue with your phone calls first and talk to John in Montana. Now, John, you just started asking Mark. You wanted to, I guess, question him or uh, or regale him with some points about guns or gun ownership or that sort of thing. So go ahead, sir. You've got plenty of time now. No, it's not just that. Let's just play the game. Okay, you talk about the elections. Ron Paul's not going to get elected. We know that because he's wanting to change everything. It's right. beginning to look take clear. everything back to the way it was supposed to be originally, okay? 
Got that? Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, I was talking to Mark. He said he didn't know what to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, Mark, there's things we can do. How long are we going to play this game before we draw the line? I don't, gonna, I don't know. What I'm, line are you talking about? Well, there's a line there. You know, are you going to keep playing a political game, or are you going to let them keep passing the rules like the, the Patriot Act, the Homeland Security Act? When are people going to stop and say, that's enough? Well, I've already said that's enough, so uh, I, I'm already in that camp. I've had it. Okay. Well, Ian, we're on with that. That's the same thing. But a lot of people in this country don't realize where we're at. You know, and they think they're going to just keep playing along, mm-hmm. and things are going to be fine. Well, there's got to be a line drawn sometime, and uh, everybody's playing patsy, right? It's time to say no more games, and how long are they going to keep putting up with us? So, do you still right? pay federal taxes, John? <laughs> yeah, but I'm on the verge of saying the hell with them anymore because, uh, as I understand, there's a lawyer that just won against the Supreme Court. Uh, against paying taxes anymore. So if that's the point, why don't he just turn around and say, uh, okay, pay me for all the back taxes I've already paid if he's won it. You know, that's... that's. Look, I don't, want, I don't want my money back. I mean, they've got it. They took it. Uh, it's done. It's gone. Look, it's just that they're not going to get anything from this point on. And that's the stand you need to make. If you think you can get your money back from these people... That's when you really, uh, you know, they, they start paying attention to you is when you're demanding your that's money back. That's what I'm saying. There, there is no turnaround. It's not going to change. They're going to keep things going the way they are. So sure. Ron Paul's not going to make any difference because they well, won't let him in. That's, that's why, why I why like secession. <laughs> well, what do you want to call it? You know, it's the same thing. Yeah, well, it's personal secession. I mean, I mean, that's what we're talking about here. You're personally seceding and saying, look, I don't want to be any part of this. I'm not going to fund you guys. Uh, screw this. You you know, have fun with your little okay. federal government. Okay, and then what do you do? You go to jail because you don't have the money to fight it like maybe a lawyer does, right? Well, I don't know. There are sure, certainly a lot of people in America that aren't paying taxes that haven't gone to jail yet because the IRS is slow and plotting and bureaucratic. And, I've heard uh, numbers as high as 63 million Americans don't pay taxes. Right. So I think that might be a good first step. Uh-huh. I think maybe the okay. Free State Project is another option as well. And, John, we're short on time. Got to get some other uh, other calls in. But call us tomorrow night okay. if you want to continue discussion. 800-259-9231. I think, you know, I, I, I still think the Free State Project concept is viable because the idea is to move all of these liberty lovers, in, in this case 20,000, of them, and there's already a few hundred that have come here already, Joe. I don't know how uh, how familiar you are as a New Hampshire a resident. A little bit, yep. Uh, the, you know, these hundreds of free staters have, uh, are moving in. Hundreds more are coming. A thousand of them will be here by the end of this year. So having all these great liberty activists coming here and concentrating their activism, whether it be inside the system activism or outside of the system activism, I think that's going to make a significant difference. I don't know if it's going to change the federal government, but I think it can do something really well, incredible. Well, tonight, sadly, they're a day late and a vote short. Cool. Uh, looking at the numbers, it's uh, it's not working out for those uh, in your camp tonight. Well, mm. better better later than never. I mean, better to come at some point rather than not come at, come here at all. Uh, and again, that's freestateproject.org to learn more about that. We continue with the phone calls. Uh, let's talk to Mike in Manchester, watching on uh, MCAM TV 23. Mike, you're on Free Talk Live. Hi, how you doing? Hey, great, Good, sir. What's on your mind tonight? Uh, I'm really worried about McCain. Uh, Getting to be president. No, oh, don't worry about I that. I know for sure. <laughs> I know. I know for sure they're not going to vote for Hillary. Well, now wait. Who's so. they? <laughs> Mark, why do you say don't worry oh, about I mean, that? You can it, because if Ron Paul doesn't get the nomination, it's either uh, President Obama or President Clinton. Yeah, McCain's not going to win. There's just no way. Not with the anti-war vote. I, not with. Uh, with I mean, how do seventy percent of Americans? How did he do in Iowa? 
Yeah, I'd rather see uh, Obama in there by all means instead of Hillary. I, I I can't really just differentiate yeah, between them the as far as me. I'm concerned. Uh, you know, uh, what's the difference between Obama and Hillary and Clinton to you? Uh, well, to me, Clinton acts like a Republican more than a Democrat. How so? Well, her husband voted for NAFTA. Okay. And you think, and, but hold on, the um, in the contract with America, many Republicans got voted into office on anti-NAFTA planks. NAFTA has considered been hung around the Democrats' necks. Yeah, yeah. In the beginning, though, um, it was a Republican issue, though. Uh, all Republicans are uh, that I know of are Americans in general, largely against NAFTA. Now they are, but in the beginning, it was everybody was all for it. Well, you know, I'm all for free trade. I just don't think we need 7,000 pages of a, a treaty to get free trade. I think free trade is when governments get out of trade. Absolutely. There's no doubt about that. And, and I, I can understand the, the confusion that many Americans have. Republicans and Democrats really seem to, as I said earlier, they seem to be two sides of the same big government coin. So it's no wonder that some people think Hillary is like a Republican or so As far as I'm concerned, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton are the same person. Uh, you know, that, you know, one's, one's uh, black and one's female, but yeah, they, they got the same policy. Yeah, they're both there's socialists. Not a, there's not a cup of spits worth of difference between uh, Edwards, Clinton, and Obama. Uh, there's really not much of a difference between... Obama does, however, have a wonderful voice. There's not much of a difference between Romney and uh, McCain and those other guys. All of these people, whether they be Republicans or Democrats, with the exception of Ron Paul, all of these people want to control your life. Mike, we're out of time, my exactly. friend, but thanks for the call. We appreciate hearing from you. Let's go quickly to Jason in Massachusetts. Jason, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, what's on your mind? Yeah, you know what? I, I hear a lot of uh, comments about Ron Paul not winning or this or that, but, you know, the, the most important thing right now is that you know, I used to be a libertarian, capital L libertarian, mm -hmm. registered libertarian. Okay. And I, I party got libertarian. away from the party. Be yeah, I, I got away from the party because it was a lot of people who liked to talk a lot and debate a lot and, and you know, talk about the issues, and it was it was – just an exercise in futility because nobody really did anything. Yeah. At least the people who I was around on our local level. Sure, sure. I, now, I experienced that as well. I, I look at those people as people that were sitting in a sailboat with a sail down and the anchor, you know, tied to the bottom of the ocean. Now you look at the other side of the spectrum is the candidates who are well entrenched in the political system. They're in motorboats and they're heading straight from point A to point B and they know how to get it done and they know how to get there. What Ron Paul has done is one step better than what Harry Brown did, which I, I, I became a libertarian because of Harry Brown. But mm -hmm. what Ron Paul has done is he's gotten people to at least take the anchor up and put the sail up, and now they're tacking back and forth. So they're not, they're not going to get to that end goal quite as fast as those main party candidates, but let's all keep the momentum going and let's all get to that well, end, I think that's end goal. Right. I, I think that's good. It's positive, and thank you for the call. You know, Final thoughts on this, for me at least, is that uh, eventually... Ron Paul isn't going to – I don't think he's going to drop out anytime soon. He's I got think plenty he's of money. Going. He's got lots of money. He's done okay, at least for at least he's done way better compared to libertarian candidates. So let him keep going. Let him you know, continue to spread the message of liberty. Whether or not he actually gets the nomination or not I think is irrelevant. More people will be woken up. More people will discover freedom and what it's all about as a result of this campaign. Joe, any quick thoughts? Yeah, I thought that was great analysis and a good insight into a libertarian. Joe, thanks for coming on the show tonight. Uh, we are out of time. 
And it has been Ian and Mark broadcasting live from MCAM TV 23. Uh, MCAM viewers should stick around. We've got a special message for you here in a moment. And our listeners can join us online in the meantime between now and tomorrow night at freetalklive.com. All right. So I'm uh, disconnecting from the network. So the the uh, the, uh, the 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 commercials aren't coming over the air here. So and we're on. So we're still on the air right oh now. At least, a, a, unless they've taken us off, I don't think that they have. Just a few, just a couple more minutes. Yep. It's yep. not 10 o'clock quite yet. Yeah. Right. And um, just wanted to say thank you to all of our uh, f- friends here at MCAM for having us on the program. Well, Joe, can, you've got the numbers of what the sort of uh, Manchester Manchester's numbers. doing right. and um, what uh, the state's doing. Right. Manchester's yeah. final, right? Manchester's done. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. And, and, and the numbers are all over numbers the aren't good. Republicans, McCain, 51-19. Man, that's a big number. Against Romney, 49-35. That was obviously very tight. Um, Ron uh, Huckabee came in third at... Uh, uh, I'm sorry, I'm... I'm uh, Just give me Huckabee. the percentages. Do you have percentages? No, I don't have I've okay. got raw numbers, Hard numbers. And, and they're not in order. So Huckabee at 1640, Giuliani, 1554, Ron Paul last, 1230. Mm. Yeah. So uh, on, on the, uh, the Democrats, it's uh, Hillary, uh, 94-92. I'm calling the state for Clinton. I, they haven't done it yet here on uh, MUR, but I'm watching it. I'm with you, yeah. Obama, 63-82, Edwards... 3283, Richardson 961, Kucinich 192. Man, what happened with him? I mean, the same thing with Kucinich and, and Ron Paul. Tremendous uh, visible support, signs right. everywhere, everywhere, and everywhere. bottoming out. And, so and sad. I'm just so surprised that you know the, the electronic uh, voters didn't come out. I mean, there, we we really expected that uh, you know that you know that a lot of students that didn't have phones, that didn't show up in the polls, that mm-hmm. only had cell phones. Yeah. We thought they were going to be a factor. And, and, and trip the wire and be the, be the difference tonight. Where were they? What yeah. happened? Uh, this is uh, Now, uh, Joe is here from, uh, from MCAM. Can we go over just a couple minutes with uh, more analysis? Are you hard tired or anything? Okay, we're good. Um, you know, that's confusing to me. I just... It's something that we've always seen with younger voters mm-hmm. is that the, uh, you know, MTV would rock the vote and that sort of thing. You know, they get out and vote. Voting's important. All that. Normally they don't. They don't bother. Normally, you know, you can stand out at the polls and just watch as old person after old person comes through. And I mean, it's it's even it's hard to see people middle aged go out and vote. Uh, but, yeah, but families. Young, but young people, especially, they just don't turn out. I thought it would be different this time because you'd see them in the streets. You see them in the streets waving the signs. You see them out there campaigning. You figure they're going to go out and campaign. They're going to go out and vote. Maybe that's what we saw. Maybe all of these numbers here, maybe the Manchester numbers, maybe 1,230 numbers, maybe a good percentage of that was young people. Was, and people and sign holders. I mean, Right. You maybe know, that's it. From what we're seeing is uh, the support for Ron Paul is, uh, you know, they're, they're not converting their, uh, their uh, passionate support in to more votes. Now, I don't know if that's because the major media has said, it's not possible for him to win. Go on and vote for, ignore the man behind the, 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 the curtain, go on and vote for the normal uh, candidates. I'm not sure if that's the reason, but for some reason, Ron Paul supporters are not converting their passionate support into more voters. I mean, and he I think did better longer. than Kucinich. I mean, he did oh, ten, almost better. ten times better than mm-hmm. Kucinich, mm-hmm. so so that's good. And and I think it is important to, to stay as positive as possible. But man, it can be really a bummer when you look at these numbers and you say, where are the young people of America? Well, you know, the other night at the debate, I had the opportunity to meet two of the VPs for Facebook, and of course, in their poll, Dennis Kucinich uh, had a 5.7 percent, but yet the ABC poll, he's down at 3 percent. And based upon that, 
on the ABC poll, uh, Dennis Kucinich was not allowed in that uh, in that debate. He had to have five percent. Mm-hmm. And so I, I challenged both of the VPs for uh, for Facebook. Say, look, your own numbers are suggesting here something. You know, that will lose the fact we got a lot of uh, you know, a lot of young people that are, aren't aren't reached through traditional you know means line line telephones. Says, no, it's it's ABC's calls. And, and the sad thing is, it looks like he was right. I'm I am being told we do have to wrap it up here. Uh, MCAM TV 23. Got to move on to regular programming. But we really appreciate everybody taking the time out. Yeah, thank uh, to spend you. Their election evening here with us. You can join Mark and myself online six nights a week at freetalklive.com. And if you like what you've heard here, call your local talk station. I believe it's WGIR. Talk to the program director. Tell them you've heard some Free Talk Live. You liked what you heard and you want to hear us on their station. And if you don't like it, keep it to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks and, uh, and have a good night, everybody. Thank you, guys. Thank you.